Hello, everyone. Welcome to the MCU crew. It's Monday. We're live and alive, as they as the kids say, right, Jesse? That's a thing. Live and are you live and alive? Uh, I am live alive. Uh, yeah. And I am so very pale today. I have every light on, and apparently that makes me. Yeah, you're translucent. Pale. You're vibing. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it it's a vibe. I don't know. You're living it up. Yep. Yeah. That's all that you know. I'm I'm very tired. It was <laughs> far too late last night. Okay. Is this gonna be goofy Jesse energy or or what do we what I mean Uh you know what? It's always goofy Jesse energy. You'll yeah. just have to find out for yourself. Okay. All right. Tune in to the show that's happening right now. You don't have to you're already tuned in if you're hearing this. You don't gotta go anywhere. Bronze, you got a busy week. I've got a busy week. Yeah. But Jesse. Are you like me where you're a baby if you don't get your like six to eight hours or uh, let me like... tell you what my morning was. I um I realized, I said to myself, I said, self, you gotta get up tomorrow, you gotta go do this thing, so go to bed early. Instead, mm -hmm. a certain friend of mine decided to play God of War until two AM. Happens. And I couldn't get away. So then I went back, went to bed, was like, All right, well I gotta get <sighs> gotta get up at I don't know. Like we'll say eight. And then I gotta all right, so I got okay, so that's you know, yeah. maybe I can get six hours in. Yeah. Go to bed, wake up in the middle of the night. I'm like, why am I awake, bro? Why am I stop? It's cut stop. I have a theory, Jesse. Would you like to hear it? Yes. I have a theory that if you count the hours or plan ahead how many hours you're trying to sleep, you're actually you're gonna, screwed. You're gonna get less sleep and you're gonna feel less rested than if you just went to sleep and woke up when your alarm went off. I didn't mean to. Well, so then I woke up and I was like, oh my God. So then I laid in bed for like 20 minutes and finally fell back asleep. Then I woke up before my alarm went off, but maybe like 15 minutes before. And I was like, well, I guess I'm, I guess this is no point going back to bed. Yeah. So I get out of bed, go into the bathroom. Like, all right, I need to like start the shower and maybe, you know, I just need to wake up. So I'm just going to sit under the hot water. And let it just get me going. Yep. I fell asleep in that shower, dude. <laughs> I was like, I was down. So then in the shower, I like, oh, no. So I, uh, you know, jump out the shower and then get dressed. Everything's fine. I, I come to the office and then I, I sit in the parking lot for like 10 minutes, quietly closing my eyes. Jeez. And I'm like, I, I, it's been a rough morning for old Cox. That's my problem. If I, if I get like seven to eight hours, little sparkling, little bundle of joy, anything less, I'm like, God, oh, just, just kill me. <laughs> just end it. Yeah, I've uh, I started taking uh, cold showers for at least a minute in the morning, and then I put on like normal temperature. I gotta tell you, it's it's kind that's of the fix. You're, that's because you're so horny all the time. It's kind of the fix. You just wake up. <laughs> Jump in a sixty degree shower, turn that shit up to yeah. one hundred five, and you're good, good to go. You know, I thought it was the reverse. I thought you were supposed to do. I think hot it might. Shower I think you might supposed to do the reverse. And then cold shower to close yourself back up. I just I do cold at the beginning because I don't want to leave the shower cold. If that makes sense. Sure. I mean, look, it makes sense to me. I'm not taking no fucking cold shower. It sounds fucking horrible. Not it's for actually oh, no, your body it's is actually like, great. It's actually great, Bronze. I'll go into it cardiac is... arrest, no, you won't. dude. Bronze, 
Look, the science is there. We're going to turn into the Joe Rogan podcast now. The science, Bronze. We've seen studies. Hold on. Then, go Google that. Really that quick. dopamine is increased by 2.5x every time you take a cold shower. If you do it for 11 minutes a week, Bronze. Oh, that's the, that's that like getting a, in a cold thing of water. I don't do that bullshit. I'm not that crazy. I don't get ice into an ice bath Yeah, every morning. I don't do that. Listen, yet. do you know that was the worst part of doing any athletics was the freaking ice bath? Oh, that, it's got to like, suck. Yeah, it's not a good time. Or like having to ice your feet or ice an injury. I don't mind that. Getting into an ice cold I bath, though. I can't it. I, I'm, my, chilly, my I'm a little coach, frosty boy. I like it. My coach would like yell at me because I was in long oh, jump no. and track and field. And if I pulled something, I would always put heat on it. And he would be like, ice. And I'm like, Oof. heat. And I lived in India. And I didn't like putting ice on me, let alone like here in Washington State. At least India was fucking hot as balls, you know. It's true. <laughs> true. I like ice. You can. You, everyone can put ice on me. You just build a little igloo around me. And yeah. I just get all in there. I'm one of those people that little... like. I have like what I refer to as corpse feet. What? Like oh yeah, you got them cold feet. Are yeah, my, oh. my feet are freakishly cold. You would think this woman is dead. That's you gotta get that blood circulation up. I work out and everything, and my hands are warm, but like it's like just my feet. I don't know what's wrong with me. Huh? Gotta take those cold showers. Clearly, <laughs> it's all about the cold showers, Bronze. It'll change your life. You gotta do you it. You need to adapt to the cold. Yeah, like, it's 2022. If you're taking hot showers in 2022, pff, you're living in the past. What are you, some kind of anymore. idiot? I don't take hot showers anymore because I realized how bad they are for your skin, especially because I have eczema. So oh, yeah. I take yeah. like tepid showers and that took a very long transitional period. So my my water is like barely just above cold. Definitely oh. like warm. I, I can't talk. About, but I don't know if I could do cold. I can't mm -hmm. talk about shower temperatures because I come off so snobby because I'm like, yeah. I take a shower at 105. Sometimes I'll bump it up to 107 because we have like a oh, digital you do thermostat. Have a little electrical. Yeah, we got like a digital <laughs> thermostat on our shower. <laughs> so, I don't do that. So I have... I, like from my phone right now, I could just like pull up an app and say like, yeah, let's go and warm that shower up to 105 and then shut off and I'll be in there in like 10. And then I just, you know. Okay, but no. 105 is pretty hot. Uh, that's uh, cold in this. My wife takes 113 is what her showers are at. And I, that's like, you could. That's quaint. It's fucking. I mean, that's like quaint. That's crazy. I that's used crazy. to take hot showers, but like I said, since I developed like eczema flares, I was like, okay, time to chill mm -hmm. that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My showers are the heat of the sun. Yeah, you just go Short, all the way to the hot? Scorching. Oh, are we talking like, like hotel hot? Oh, yeah, bro. I'm talking. Like you're going to sous vide you some chicken put your hot? Hand under there. What's the matter with you? Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. I'm like, burn me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I do Fair. love that sensation. Yeah. I, I, I do love, like, the hotter the better. But, yeah, no, I've had to chill out. It's yeah. Been, I mean, it's I been a I... process. I'm it jealous. I'm jealous of your mm -hmm. ability to be under. But then, I, but then, water. like, like. I'm being cooked. I then cold shock myself. Yeah, you're like sous vide yourself. I'll have it up and okay, then I'll be like, that I don't understand. Like, oh. No, cold shock is oh. good. It's great. Again, <laughs> studies are saying, Bronze, that 2.5x dopamine, it also helps with cortisol, 
release from the body, which is important if you're stressed. You know, you can't have too much cortisol. Oh, it's great. The cold shock. The best part is when your body convulses. <laughs> you're just like, oh, it's great. Great. How is your temperature not fucked for the rest of the day? Like when you get out of the shower, fucking cold. I'm fine being a little chill getting out of the shower. I bronze am fat, so I'm I'm all right with that. <laughs> Lower core body temperature sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll be all right. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair, I guess. Makes sense. I'm like sitting here trying to think of I think the only way I can maybe relate to you is I love like sitting in a sauna or a hot room and then diving into like a pool and jumping into the pool. Oh yeah. That's a good, yeah. it's that's, a good that's feeling. That's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, those aren't, that's not as extreme feeling. though. So it, it's like, it's a, it's not a shock, right? It just feels good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I guess like, it's a little, yeah. This is like a horseradish or some kind of like when you go out and you think to yourself i'll add this oh i went to this lovely chinese restaurant oh is that mustard on my table i'll add that to my dish and then you're like whoa like that's that's the, that's you become r2d2 when that when that cold water comes <laughs> on i'm like wow that's me i love it i love it we need to you need to get uh max to do an r2d2 by the way, it's one of my one of my favorite Max things is his R two D two. Done easy on Wednesday. Ask him to do it just out of nowhere. It'll be yeah. good. It'll I'll be try good. to do it in character. Speaking of scalding hot, did you guys see the latest news out of the MCU? The big news of the past week. Huh. Um, what? They had to CG Tanakh Huerta's groin. And his oh yes everyone on the old uh tiktok was talking about it yeah everyone was pissed that is yeah, they were uh... like they removed his dong no yeah. but he responded and he said it was fake oh i thought he responded and said it was real did i get no, tiktok no, he, he said the flatter one was the actual picture of him oh maybe i got yeah TikTok. i was really disappointed too but yeah he said that <laughs> In an interview, he said that the less no, there, interesting sir. photo or the less spicy photo was the picture of him actually on set, and the other one was enhanced. Oh, no, this was two I hours ago. It. it says, Tanakh Waito reveals if his bulge was removed from the final cut of Wakanda Forever, not going to lie, he says. Uh, in a recent interview with Rolling Stone, he was asked about a Twitter post that Justin Marvel used digital effects to remove Huerta's bulge from Nemo's skin-tight green shorts for the final cut of the movie. Quote, the only thing I could say is the original was the photo in the right, where it told the outlet when asked whether he was okay with the apparent CGI job, mm -hmm. confirming that the rumor was false without the bulge. That's original. There you go. It says, no, yeah, I mean, I'm so not going to lie to people. That. The actor added, every man in the world, we have fragile masculinity, but not in this and not in that issue. I will say the right one, that is the, uh, the one in the photo is real on the right. There you go. Yeah. He confirmed go. that. Which oh. also, I I feel like that's kind of a flex. Like, this dude must be hung for him to be so comfortable <laughs> about being like, no, the one with the smaller ball just mine. Dude, I'm I, not insecure about that. Him, I'm and, like, him and the person, <laughs> the, the actor that played uh, his, his general, in every interview they did, yeah. they just had, like, mad swagger. They were just, it was, like, just yeah. dripping nonstop, out of control. It was insane. It's like when you get Pedro Pascal and Oscar yes. Isaac in a room and you're like, yes, 
they just make motherfuckers this charismatic. <laughs> it's like, not fair. Are they being made in a factory somewhere? It's not Y'all fair. just like walk around this charismatic on the regular? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's, it's the rest bullshit. of us will just kill ourselves, I guess. I mean, it's I don't bullshit. know what that's like. It's bullshit. Yeah, Jesse, you were, you're living that life. I mean, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to be a daddy to so yeah. many. It's fine. It's like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've seen that TikTok, too, where you ask if he's got daddy energy. That's the best one. That's the best one. I think one. me and Jesse are on TikTok the same amount of time. And I'm going to say that's not good. That's not a healthy thing. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Although, I will say I found the reason why I go to TikTok is I, uh, this is no joke. This is absolutely true. The reason I go to TikTok is I found this guy. I don't i think his name's slater shout out to this dude okay where he like pretends to be slater. a 10 year old kid uh playing various video games and it's the most wholesome shit i've ever oh, seen oh i think i've seen life. that where he just where trolls like, lobbies come on we'll make the teamwork makes the dream work and he's like i'm 10 and a half y'all are and it's just like grown men being like charmed by a little kid and they're like this kid <laughs> rules it's very funny it's yeah. very cute it's good that's good. why i'm there it's very lovely look we're wholesome in, content we don't have a booty shaking uh dance videos yeah we don't got an mcu crew tiktok but jesse cox keeps the the crew tiktokin bed yeah 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 he posts a lot we'll we'll post one every once in a while i think we're gonna do like one or two a week now but i love i love both cox has got a lot so i, I include just it's my videos yeah it's great i'm pretty proud yeah. of this show yeah yeah good one. i think we have good one uh Pleasant banter. Yeah, my chat's pointing Pleasant out banter. Jesse, I had, I had the inverse experience where I had a actual ten year old asking me to bark for a heel in Valorant uh, on on Saturday Here's evening. The thing. So, um, little, little that's weird. weird. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, weird. Look, that's it's, strange. Uh, Valorant is a weird. wild uh, experience. That's all I'm going to say. I do not like TikTok. Wow, and I'm on it out of necessity. Bronze hates China um, is what I just heard. I, yeah, I think Bron yeah, said I no, hate. I it's banned yeah. in India because they're stealing your info. I agree. Um, they probably are. But the the thing for me about it too is like it's like the number one app for misinformation. It's like the new Facebook. Oh, absolutely! And you'll have yeah. people on there just like lying, like through their teeth, and then you have to go off TikTok and discover, oh, these people are lying, and then there's just a lot of like weird culture on there that i'm like well time for the giant meteor to end earth you know like the jeffrey dahmer fan cams that yeah. was around the time i was like tiktok isn't for me like yeah. if you watch the dahmer show and we're like i want to suck his dick i don't want to know that <laughs> it's like the oversharing app where people are, are like let's talk about embarrassing stories i'm like waterboarding couldn't get this out of me and <laughs> I, I will I, say i don't know why you felt the need to share this if you want to suck Jeffrey Dahmer's dick, you don't need to go online and let people, let people know, know that yeah. you are mentally ill. I will, you know I, what will I, mean? I will say, Bronze, you're absolutely right. I was just talking about this with my mother the other day, which is because I about, went to like her storage unit and it reminded me no, not what Bronze was talking oh, about. Oh, I, we had to clarify TikTok. there. TikTok. I was just I was just clarifying I that. I was talking so I went to my, my parents' storage unit, and while I was there, I was reminded of the fact that there was a, I saw a TikTok video where a dude was like, hey. I know we're all struggling these hard times, so here's a tip. Move into a storage unit. And it was like how he moved in, like wired, a, a drilled a hole through a wall and has a wire going to, like along the wall. Like, oh, yeah, he's got a whole unit set up. And I'm like, all right, first off, one, 
that's illegal. But two, why are you showing it to the world? And yeah. that I think is yeah. the problem with TikTok is TikTok has the same energy as every other early social media where people are just excited to be a part of it and they start every day sharing everything and you're like, sometimes maybe don't. Maybe, maybe don't say don't. everything you have to say. I was reading this article. It was fascinating about van lifers and how so many of them were like, this is basically being homeless. And I started doing this because TikTok convinced me I would save money on my rent and all of this stuff. And now I'm worse off than I was before. You know, I've lost my apartment and all this stuff. And I'm just like, and they're like, it's like being homeless. You're taking truck stop showers and all this shit. And they glorify it and act like, Hey guys, day 46 of living in my van. Today we're in Las Vegas. So I get ready and they're like, no, you're literally homeless. Yeah. And But they've like, like I said, they glamorize it to where it's like, I wouldn't have my life any other way. It's so perfect, guys. And I'm like, yeah, no, this is just a little too, as someone who like can see through that bullshit very quickly, I'm just like, it's, it's the app turns me off, you know? Gotcha. Like, so you all I'm hearing. Day 46 of working at Twitter. First, I go to the yoga studio. I'm like, you know, companies have all those amenities just so you spend more time at work, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I like, need and, you and to they're know, over here like, Bronze, Bronze, your voice for that, like, character, you are one bad day away from being able to pull that off for the rest of your not, life. I've, if you no, just want to make I've a switch and be like, it. hey, guys. Yeah, I've debated parodying it. That's why the voice is so perfect. Because I was like, I want to like start stitching my my videos together with these and be like, "Hey guys, day forty six of working at that's GameStop." It, yeah, that's easy TikTok. My game, you know, my job is sucking my soul out of my ass, but I do get to spend all day around games, so that's See, pretty cool. This is what I'm hearing, Bronze. I'm hearing that the algorithm hasn't found you yet, right? And you <laughs> haven't found the algorithm. Because those yeah. TikTok accounts exist that do exactly what you just said. I've seen them. I know they do. <laughs> so you, there's one you just got to spend I a little like. bit more time, let, let your data yeah. stew a little bit there's... in the old TikTok, and then they're going to serve you up a great, uh, you know, great little course. There's one account I really like, and it's this girl redoing uh, scenes from the Kardashians. Sure. And it's like yeah. probably my favorite thing. And it is her being like, so Kim was supposed to come to my party and she didn't come. And it's like, what the fuck? And it makes you realize how stupid that show is because without the music and the editing and it's just her like yeah. recreating yeah. <laughs> from the Kardashians by herself, usually while shaking a salad, because apparently that's what they're always doing. So she's just like sitting there shaking a salad, like fighting with herself the entire time. And I was like, Okay, this account I like, but it's few you, and far between. That's how you do it. You got to do it that way. Just get, just let the algorithm take you. In other news, <laughs> I'm going to be a van lifer. So. Yeah, just travel around doing do. live tabletop shows from a van. <laughs> what did you say? I don't think you can handle it. I don't think you can do it. Oh, challenge. Why do you think I could do it? Challenge thrown down. I just don't think you could. You think I'm too bougie to live in a van? Yeah, I think you. Yeah, I think that's exactly what I think. Yes, that's exactly what I think. You don't think? I said what Jessie, I said. She could still get chai tea and stuff while in a van. It'd be, no, it'd be, no, no. She couldn't Starbucks. even. She couldn't even. She'd Get have to get Starbucks. some bougie ass. She's over here that's with just normal ass chai. That's a compliment, though. 
J- Jesse, coming from you, that's a compliment, though, to be like, nah, girl, you're too bougie to live in a van. <laughs> no, girl, you're too bougie. <laughs> there you go. Look, I just, uh, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't do it. I couldn't. I'd do it for a day and be like, nah, this is bullshit. I'm going home. I couldn't do it. I know me. Man life would be tough, if I'm yeah. honest. Are you kidding me? Bronze is pretty it's nomadic, funny. though. I think she, I think no, she might false, be able to do it. False, false, false. Do you think this that. is a, a false front that Bronze puts on with all the travel? Does she secretly hate travel. it all? That's called that's called a job. That's called it. That's not yeah. called a life. That's work. It's pretty. I'll put it. You compare it I'll to put van it life. This way. If I had to work two jobs and live in an apartment by myself, or one job, or split an apartment with a roommate, I did work two jobs to live by myself. So sure, I do. <laughs> I do think I'm accustomed to a certain amount of space and luxury, even if that's like. Oh, I don't want to have Bougie. to have a room. I mean, I'll tell you this. Your doctor, yeah. Dr. Strange Shrine would not exist in the van. That oh, no, down. it wouldn't. Yeah, the outside would be painted like, uh, like those 1970s wizards, <gasps> but it's Dr. Okay, Strange. Okay, now I want to live in a van. Yep. Now Ready I want to live in a van. Why don't you just get <laughs> yeah. a van? You don't have to live in it. Just get a van and paint that oh, on true. it. No, that's true. No, 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 that's a lot of work. <laughs> Then you don't got to put Dr. Strange on. You can just get Dr. Strange on the outside of the van. I would actually no joke. If I... If I was like wealthy, you know, like beyond filthy rich, if I was, if I had like generational billions, yeah, I would mm. purposefully just spend it all on friends. And I'm gonna let you know, first gift I get, bronze, I would she buy a you a like 1986 van, yeah, painted. It would all be brand new on the inside, but it also be painted like an old school wizard thing. But it'd be We're talking like strange. a Scooby Doo ass van. Oh yeah! Like you expect, oh, yeah. You expect like, like ten people to jump out of the you front and catch know, the ghost, but it's I just bronze. Out the yeah. back of this van and play D and D in it, like Stranger Things style. You need to know that there would be lights in there, and I would have it set up. What if you just D&D made the van, van. Uh, like a D twenty? Like that was no, the paint that's job. Too, that's too much. How would that even work? I mean, it oh, doesn't. You mean the paint job? Yeah. I thought you meant like uh, what if no, the I van mean, was an actual D twenty? Not like rolling around in a D twenty. You'd have to get a Zorb or whatever. You know, like those Elmore. You know, paintings like there's just very classic. No. Yeah. I don't know what that yeah. is. Elmore, is like Elmore Fudd. <laughs> Larry Elmore. Oh, Larry Elmore. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm looking at it now. Yeah. <laughs> Elmore Fudd. I didn't know how you spell yeah, it. I mean, Larry I was kind of close. Yeah. If you look at Larry Elmore's like wizard stuff, like it's. That's definitely in my interest of, you know. That's is, what I want. Is Larry still alive or is this too old? How old is Larry? This shit's pretty Oh, old. God. I've never looked that up. How old? Oh. And then we're going to talk tomorrow. Oh, he's so. alive. 74 years old. Damn. He's up there. He, he's wow. up there. Wait. Oh, oh. For some reason, it showed up. Who is Clyde? Okay, I guess we're just getting into artists now. Yeah, he's born in 48. Anyways, that's 20 minutes on non-MCU. Hey, you guys want to talk the... Yeah, people will probably complain. Before they do, Yeah, this is the photo I want for you, Bronze. There you go. Oh. Right, it's in chat. That's what I want. In chat? But, but it's just Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's what I. That's what I want for you. I want you to drive around in that. 
that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Doctor Strange, yep. right there. Except it's just Doctor you Strange. Know, Same would... uniform from everything. Just Doctor I don't know Strange. Why. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert for the next Doctor Strange movie. No, there's a, well, there's no spoilers on this, but yeah. Anyways, there's. A I was in a combo. mage game with Jerry, and I played like your classic '80s wizard or the the class that belongs to that. As soon as I heard, there's an order of Hermes, and they're like the big hat 80s wizards that are like you know gandalf i was like okay well clearly i need to play that yeah. that's nothing you. else matters that's who you are yeah, yeah. yeah. Who that, that character rides in that van that's how it goes yep all right let's talk uh guardian special first and hey. foremost what the fuck was going on with groot <laughs> he's buff groot now i don't i don't you know what it reminded me of reminded me of like a fucking Teletubby on steroids. It looked really awkward every time he was on camera. And I felt like they were just trying to save money on the CG by putting a man in a costume. I feel like that's, I was thinking the same thing, but my, my take was it was Disney saying it's really hard to make a Groot character walk around an amusement park. So why not make him look more human True. build? So it's a suit instead of a CG thing. Yeah. So now when people go to a park in the future, Groot will be like, I am Groot. And just a guy in a suit versus the little thin stick man, which is really hard to emulate in a park. Chad is saying that my Groot take. was all CG according to James Gunn. Sure. I mean, that's fine. I'm just saying, I think the reason why he looks like a dude in a suit is so it can be a dude in a suit in a park. I mean, it looked like a suit to me. That that's very. I guess that's maybe. I don't. Is that good CG if it looked like a suit? If it looked real enough to know. be a suit, maybe. maybe. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I think the reason he looked so awkward is he's out of that like sullen teen stage, right? Yeah, he I guess he's in. supposed to be like a gym bro, like a twenty year old gym bro. Yeah, and have you ever seen them? Some, yeah, no, I know. I've seen. They look pretty awkward, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Until they like have their glow up, like, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've definitely seen people that I'm like, oh, you look a little bit like you're still growing into your head, yeah. But your muscles have bloomed up out of nowhere, you know. Like it can be a little awkward looking. I'm happy he's mm -hmm. out of his sullen phase. Yeah, he did look a bit strange. He it just it was it was. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that. I to to hear it was all uh, VFX is. I guess they weren't working on She Hulk. Right? They were working on Groot. Uh, they had mm -hmm. what what two years? I think is when this was filmed. So they had some time to to put in the the work on it. Um, but yeah, Groot Groot looked a little bit weird. He's buff Groot. Didn't really do much. All right. To I'm gonna have to say it. Say it. I have to oh. get it out. Get it out. I have to get it out. Get it out. Here we go. This is the craziest shit to say okay. about a Christmas special. Let's hear it. Here we go. Craziest shit you will ever hear out Here of Here we go. Mouth. It was like a lot of Christmas. Yeah. It was like every single Christmas song. It was like a little, it veered into Hallmark movie category for me. I was like, if this was yeah. any other holiday, we'd be saying it was propaganda. <laughs> if this was like pride, we'd be saying it was propaganda. I never want to hear that there's a war on Christmas again because 
they had a Jesus Christ baby in a but manger, bronze. girl. Like it was the most Christmas thing I've seen in my life. But bronze. It is a war on Christmas because they went to a gay bar, bronze. How could how could they but do that, it? How the could thing. they I'm do like, it, bronze? Baby so Jesus did not <laughs> die so you could go to a gay bar, bronze. Okay. Baby Jesus I died. Know, I, I feel like, like I feel like that's probably part of it. That's the classic story of Christmas is baby like Jesus. Died. died. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be on TikTok. They don't even explicitly say it's a gay bar. No, they don't. You kind of, yeah. I feel you like only. Tell. I feel like only people that are paying attention are gonna get that it was a gay you bar. You can fucking tell. I mean, they, they like, they, they definitely one hundred percent like focused in on a pride like they had like a flag in the background and there was like oh i didn't even see the flag yeah i I was like oh this is they're gonna go to this like the minute i saw that i was like oh this is gonna be drax gets hit on and he's gonna be oblivious the scene yeah and i was like all right i'm here for this also with it that was uh chat was that flute flula is the bartender flute what's the actor's name is the bartender he's entering that personality i'm pretty sure Okay. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, Flula Borg is apparently his name. He was the bartender. I love that name. That's yeah. a great name. Oh, he's, he's I wish great. I had like Carlos a name. Yeah, yeah, my name is Cox. I wish <laughs> my last name was Borg. That's awesome. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. Um, yeah, it it was very Christmassy, Bronze. Like straight up, it was very Christmassy. There's no doubt. I did. About it. I will say, as it went <laughs> on, I kept thinking, wait, so this is the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yeah. So why not just call it the Christmas? Because it is 100% Christmas. Oh, it's yeah. not like yes! any other holiday. I, it's, it's, I was yo, like, oh, it's that's why I was special. so confused because I really thought it was going to be a space holiday. And maybe that makes me foolish. But I oh, thought it was okay. going to be like, I thought it was going to be like all of them doing their own holidays. And then like, of course, like Peter Quill brings in Christmas. Mm. So I thought it was going to be like an amalgamation of like weird space holidays. I don't know. Maybe that's very Rick and Morty of me to like think that way. And then it was like they had not one but two performances. Because to me, it's also like how cornball does something get? Because listen, I'm not Christian, but like I love Muppets Christmas Carol. That movie. Oh, absolutely. That movie bangs, right? Like I'll watch a Christmas movie. I also love Mean Girls. And that's kind of a Christmas movie, too, if you think about it. I mean, it's also. Yeah. Um, So like I like Christmas movies. But when you start, when you get to the point of like singing into the mic with a with a guitar, that's when I'm like, what in the Caucasian nonsense is going on here? And it's they did that to be twice. like the old 1970s yes. Christmas. Specials. I know, but they did it twice, girl. They had Kevin Bacon up in here in a vest. Oh, Kevin Bacon was, you know, he was foot loosing all over that stage. I am yeah. honest. I was like, this is very Christmassy. This is okay. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that. I was yeah. surprised. Jesse was going to be honest for a second. I liked it. So did I. It isn't. I thought it was, it was real silly, was. and then it had like two actual yeah. MCU canonical bits with the sister thing and with the gun as a present thing, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there was a yeah. uh, in the background of one scene, King the Kingo movie special, the Kingo Christmas I heard about special that. they yeah, had. Yeah, someone thought that was out. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, like for what it was, I I went in expecting not to give a damn and i came out being like i i love watching the out of all the relationships that developed in marvel 
for some reason, Drax and Mantis does it for me. They're pretty good. The two of them, I absolutely love their interactions. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like old slapstick style goofs. Don't care. Big fan. Yeah. I don't know why. I'm like, I like the two of them. They're so goofy. Mm-hmm. Like, they, that's that's good goofs. They got great chemistry, that's for sure. And I think it was smart mm-hmm. to like focus on them. Um both for financial reasons, I'm sure. Uh sure. <laughs> because the other Chris Pratt's probably stupid expensive mm-hmm. and I wonder if, like, I wonder what Kevin Bacon asked. I wonder what an actor asked for when they say, hey, can you play yourself in this film? I mean, probably a lot because they're portraying themselves, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like the vibe of it. I think the interesting thing is watching the way they use this, the other characters, I think, was very smart. They didn't overuse Rocket. They didn't overuse Groot. They didn't uh, overuse Nebula. And when they were used, like, Nebula, Nebula, Nebula. saying... You can't run from me forever, Bacon, or whatever she said yeah. was hilarious. Also, her oh, yeah, delivery was so good. I the dance thing, I wouldn't even call it dancing, but whenever she like tried to dance was also very Dude, funny. I noticed it was that. so bad. I was watching the scene, um, and I because you know the Kevin Bacon song went on forever. Yeah, but I was watching the scene, and yeah, uh, Nebula the entire time is doing this ridiculous like. Like this ridiculous dance. Yeah. And I was like, are they going to ever close up on her? Or is that just, just really there. her just going all out being goofy? And the camera wasn't even focused on her. She just did it to do, to do it. And at one point, they kind of focused on her. But the rest of it, she's just in the background dancing like she's the center of attention. It's hilarious. It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's very good. I was like, I see you. I see you over there acting. I like that. Acting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Craglin was pretty cool i like the fact- i liked craglin yeah but with the flesh colored skin i don't know if right here, like so up, here, like- uh, up here yeah, yeah, yeah that so i was kind of weird that was kind of weird bro made me fucking itch bro i i don't know if it was just me no it but was like, kind of weird it was like does he have to like get a q-tip and like pull that back to like go around yeah, the, you know yeah. what I'm saying? it was gross it was gross yeah for some reason, I never clocked it when old boy was blue. Like, it never looked like that. I don't know so if it he... had that much, like, skin buildup on it. It was kind of weird looking. Skin build? Don't use the word skin buildup. <laughs> it did have, like, a flap like a flap of skin. Yeah, like, it's got, like, a little flap over. right there. Sucked, dude. Sucked. I was like, that's <laughs> like, awful looking. I, I hate that. Yeah. 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 Craglin is, uh, he, I think he might be, like, my favorite Guardian of the Galaxy, though, in terms of. I guess Cosmo's also a dog, so maybe he wins by default. Maybe they win by default. Oh but, man! You uh, know what? Craglin voice Cosmo. Cosmo is hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. It's, I love it's good. Cosmo. Cosmo's my favorite, and I'm happy that. Like, also, he's in the show. I was it covered at all anywhere else that they own nowhere now? Like the no. collector just they dropped them nowhere right at the beginning. That was yeah. It. Yeah. yeah, they were just like, well, ever since we took over Nowhere from the Collector, I was like, oh. And then she's like, well, you know I'm Quill's sister. I was like, I kind of love that they're like, this shit happened. Get over it. You know, like, yeah, just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder if for Guardians. Like that of it. Yes, I wonder if for Guardians 3, they're going to treat Nowhere as like a Guardians of the Galaxy like theme park. Because they're like known now, right? Like Peter Quill is known as. And they even talked about when Kraken was like, hey, he's, he's the hero of the universe. He saved the universe or whatever by dancing. By dancing, uh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to turn 
nowhere into a Guardian's hub for fans to come and grab merch and shit. Damn it. I, I'm already thinking, of, there was so much I loved in this damn, this, it was like, not amazing, but I thoroughly enjoyed the entire, like, when they flipped the police car, and then she goes over and gives them Hands the candy cane as an apology, <laughs> she cracked me up. I was like, all right, this is, did you, this is very, very good. Did you see Drax's shirt that he got from the Christmas store? Yes. Everything, like. There's just a giant all cat their, with a like, hat Christmas and Christmas apparel was. Great lovely yeah it was no, there was a I, lot in there like to love the, um, i do think no no continue oh no i i do think the 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 things that you mentioned in the beginning the like songs and stuff i know why they did it because it's that you know 80s 70s holiday special vibe which is what peter would have been into like yeah. i get it but it doesn't mean that it's i like it you know what i mean it doesn't mean that i like two <laughs> five minute songs about christmas that are not like any of the standards it's like this is me singing a song yeah, I they just made, made it up, up and you're like yeah. okay you know but other than that like i was like all right this is pretty fun yeah i don't i never i don't see this being i know that they there was a press release and it was like the show you watch with your kids for years to come and i was like i saw I a lot see of that, that being the case <laughs> yeah, like a, an instant christmas classic i was like i, was well, like, I don't know maybe. about that but yeah, like, okay i don't know yeah bronze you're gonna say something do you remember Oh, um, I love how much they talk about how they hate actors. Yeah, I don't and like where did I that love come Nebula's from? Nebula's bit at the end where she's just like, I guess not all actors are pieces of shit. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the only, I think the only curse word of the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. Ne Nebula is kind of my, my favorite. I also like how they show that like aliens have uh, very almost like tough lives. And because they address yeah. it, right? Like, Nebula's life has been very difficult. Craglin's life has been very difficult. So the way they kind of talk about Earth is like Earthlings are so weird, and they like say that at multiple points because it's like you guys aren't just fixated on survival. Like you guys are <laughs> doing all this. But I guess like to put a cap on like why this like this little special was like weird to me or felt like propaganda -y, is they keep talking about like the meaning of christmas and then it's just sure. like a kevin bacon song while they give each other shit and i was like so capitalism like it was i was like is what like what is supposed to be the like what is supposed to be the meaning and they're like we gotta remind peter quill about the magic of christmas and it's just them giving each other gifts and i was like so not like a meal together or spending time with family like is it just giving each other stuff because like i think <laughs> I think I they know, set up I in the like I don't get it. Well, it's less <laughs> about the gift and the idea of the gift giving. Yeah, I think they tried to set up in the animated bit in the beginning when Yondu comes in. And he's like, "What is all this more?" And he's like, "It's not <laughs> about <Yondu. laughs> giving." Yeah, he's like, well, "Ravagers take take what we want. We don't give gifts." And he's like, "It's not about the gift. It's about being appreciative." Or I think was like yeah, the yeah. the spin. So I <laughs> get what they were trying to do, but you're right, like. Like finally, the meaning of Christmas, and it's them just like giving each other. Oh, here, here's an arm I stole, and here's a bunch of things I made that for some reason are the exact story we just watched. You know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I didn't understand why that was animated. By the way, the intro outro. Yeah. Again, because the whole probably thing. Probably budget restraints I, or something. But No, I think they just were. It, it, it reminds me of. Was it just trying to be a, of, a holiday movie? Have you seen movie? the Star Wars holiday special? 
not mm. in a while. It's been a it is like decade or bad two. songs, yeah, animated bits, like goofy. It's it's the kind of vibe they're going for. That weird like late seventies, eighties holiday special where everyone's singing and it's actors showing up to like be a goof and yeah. you know there's a weird animated segment for some reason. That's I get what they're doing. Okay. Some of it landed very well, and some of it I was like. There's a reason why we don't do this anymore. <laughs> like, you know what I would much rather have? A Doctor Strange Halloween special, a la Vincent Price throwing a Halloween party. Ooh. Because that that'd be fun. Vincent, that'd be Vincent fun. Price's like sort of Halloween party bit that they do on SNL is amazing. Yeah. And uh I think that seeing Doctor Strange throw a Halloween party for everybody would be that's the, probably that'd much be more dope. my speed. Yeah. Call me oh Disney. my god, JP. Call me. I'd be into that. No, don't call bronze. Don't call bronze. Call me Marvel. Whoa. Because literally, what? we've already done this. Have we? With Christmas with Cox. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, the yeah. Doctor Strange special. It's true. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know what Christmas with Cox is. So I did yeah. I did years ago. I did a special with JP. So four years holiday ago? Special. Five years ago? Four? Yeah, this was a while ago. And it was Christmas themed. But it could be any theme. It doesn't matter. And the premise was that it was like me, the DM Jesse, inviting all my streamer buddies and I don't remember who was on the show with us at the time. There's a bunch of, you know, streamers, probably like Dodger and whoever. I think it was Dodger and, Strip and Crendor Me. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And so, and, and then like I included all these NPCs that were just other streamers. And it was like everyone coming over for a great big holiday party. And then someone gets murdered. And it starts as a murder mystery. And it's like, what the hell? What's going on? And as the hours go on in the stream, the overlay got more corrupted and awful. Like the, the tone of the game got worse and worse and worse. And by the end of it, it was straight up like, yeah, no, there's a cult, and it's uh, it was in my house. Godly worship. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was my house underneath the underneath the house, and you have to go defeat this old god. Oh, by the way, the old god's name is Chatthulu, uh -huh. the many-eyed Twitch god that we all serve. And I was yeah. like, yeah, right. I felt very good about that. And then, yeah, then at the end, they fought a giant tentacled many-eyed beast, and I was like, that's a Doctor Strange thing. <laughs> it starts out like, come on over to the sanctum for a party, and by the end old gods yeah call me uh, it's already been done do it up don't call him disney call me no 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 i i'll co-opt his ideas into something good because it was on this show oh, i get it. both their ideas and so whatever they get i you know have ownership of so right call but me let disney. me remind you marvel um i am a uh very angry white man and so i've got things to say about you in my next video coming out this week i will destroy you you don't know the power of angry white nerds we're everywhere baby everywhere okay fair <laughs> enough fair enough i've got 18 videos about brie larson in the can just ready to go oh Lock and loaded. Did you see Mantis's face when she has to take a picture of Captain Marvel? <laughs> yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. It felt yeah. shady. She's literally like, yeah. That's the face she makes. I she was might like, not okay. like her. I don't know. There might what be happened beef. here. I, that's what I was saying. I was like, what's the tea? What's the fucking tea? I, the fucking tea? I don't know about you guys, but I got real sad when she said Steve. And then ran towards Captain yeah. America. I was yeah. like, man. I got confused. I was like, she I knows Cap. Steve. <laughs> that was my. That was my. I was yeah. like, you know, Steve. Yeah, they call him by first name. Ass. First Everyone. base name. Yeah, got real sad. Yeah, real sad. Look, 
I got sad when GoBots killed Drax's family. What was that? Oh, oh can you explain God. that goof? It was so funny. What? I don't understand. <laughs> I didn't understand it for some reason. I think I'm like too young. GoBots are canonical, apparently, and I'll be here for it. I'm here for it. That the, oh, that the, so that was the goof that they're a real entity and that's what actually killed? Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. He's yes. like... Okay. That made me laugh so hard. I was Why like, would you do up. that? Go Sorry, GoBots killed his family. That was the best thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. And then the fact, that scene where he's in the background beating the shit out of him was like... Yeah. Again, the two of them, it's, it's the perfect Abbott and Costello-esque, like... Yeah. Pairing. The straight, the one who's totally played straight the entire time, and the other one who's a giant goofball, and then they just switch between scenes. They switch which one's the goofball and which one's the straight one, and it works every time. It's so good. Yeah, they Love were definitely great. Two. They were definitely great. Uh, you could also tell that uh, Drax is wearing like heftier clothing because there's no way he's in the shape that he was when they filmed that first film. No yeah, fucking way. Yeah. Which is perfectly fine, but it was you know. It's impossible to hold that uh, for, what, a decade? How long has it been since that first film came out? Eight years? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, shout out to all the actors who had to get into, like, full-ass mega makeup for, like, three lines. Like, Nebula, I think, said four things the entire show. And I'm like, you know, shout out for putting all that on. Like, Drax was a big feature, so I get why that he's in, like, makeup. But, like... Some of the people that showed, I was like, damn. They could have, uh, guy- like shooting wise, they could have tacked that onto like a day of Guardians 3, to be honest. I mean, oh, 100%. The uh, scenes that were in nowhere were filmed in either like one or two days. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That was, it was nowhere also up. looked like a set. Yes. I, I, I mean, yeah. that like, in, in a great way. Like, it looks like, yeah, it looks like it was put like probably on a soundstage next mm-hmm. to where they were filming guardians three and it was like okay after these pickups we're gonna have you go over to this soundstage and shoot that real quick because it looked like a sound yeah, yeah. Like, they yeah, did it looked like it was a circle like when you said theme park i was like 100 percent. that's what i was thinking like there's no open edges there's no open alleys that go anywhere it, it's mm-hmm. very much feels like it's like a circle yeah and if you look at the movie it didn't feel as much like that if it looked more like a city Yep. So I was like, right. oh, yeah, this is definitely something that they built out. And then they probably had, like, people from the, I don't know, just a theory, people from the Guardians production, like, branch off and, like, shoot stuff over there when they're not in scene. Because that would be the most economical way to do this, too. Yeah. To just do it all at once because you already have people hired. You already have the space and you're already paying for it. So might as well shoot as much as you can. Yeah, Absolutely. I thought it was cool. I, I like these little special presentations. I thought this and, and Werewolf was, you know, it's 50 minutes. It's not a huge amount of like uh, time I, just to sit down, watch it quick, get yep. some laughs, enjoy some little tidbits, maybe get like a I, thing or two for the greater MCU and move on. I like it. I like things that are also more insular like this because I think, in my opinion, what the MCU needs to start doing and I know they won't because it doesn't make sense from a money point of view is but to like start being like, oh, if you are into Cosmic Marvel, these are the four names you look out for. And if you're into, you know, Armor yeah. Wars, these are the four shows you maybe watch because 
I'm going to say it. Three-hour movies, I, they're not for me, bro. I don't like them. I have not watched a single one in Phase 4 that I was like, oh, this was a good-length movie. Every single time, I'm like, this is way too fucking long. They're trying to fit way too much into one fucking movie. The plot gets really muddled, you know, instead of having, like, a really clean, concise plot. And I think people miss, like, the sort of style of, like, Iron Man 1, where it's just about Iron Man and it's not about like yeah 18 other plot hooks and so I've been hearing more and more about people saying Marvel burnout and other people are like oh you're just a hater and I'm like well no though for your average person this is a lot to have mm -hmm. to watch like there were major relevant like plot details in this holiday special yeah right? there's so, two or three yeah. like and and Loki has set up like fucking everything so the idea that you have to watch every single show, every single special, every single movie. I think that's a lot for some people. Um, but I I do like this because if this would have been 20 minutes that of lore that they would have had to jam into the movie, I would have been annoyed, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Right. I, yeah. You know, so I'm happy that they gave us this and kind of addressed this and established Peter and Mantis as like brother and sister and that he's happy. I'm happy that this happened outside the movie. So in the movie, we can just kind of like not try to jam stuff in there. That's not really fitting, you know? Yeah, I agree. And, and I, like I liked it you, for that reason. That too. It doesn't affect anything else. Like if you are not a Guardians fan and you didn't watch the holiday special, it doesn't change anything for you. And if you are a Guardians fan, you're probably going to watch it anyway. Um, right. Because at this point, the amount of required watching to get into something is like, and I, I realized that was my big disconnect with Multiverse of Madness. People who didn't watch WandaVision liked it a lot. Yep. People who did right. watch WandaVision were like, what was WandaVision for? <laughs> and I think like that's their big, I think that's a big problem right now is like, do we make the movie for people who have seen everything or do we make the people, the movie for people who have seen none of this and have it make sense for them? So, Yeah. I don't know. That's just my two bits. I, I sure. like stuff that's more insular and more vignetted, you know? No, that's smart to like keep it within the universe of the, the show rather than go outside and like, you know, make a, a Captain America and Falcon type deal uh, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier type commentary in this yeah. just wouldn't make sense. Yeah. And I love Loki. Like that's probably my favorite of the MCU plus shows. But People who haven't seen it, I feel so bad for them seeing Kang in, in Quantumania and stuff and not knowing who the fuck that is. And I'm like, y'all, you don't understand. But like, Loki is the center pin of the MCU right now. It establishes the multiverse. It yeah. establishes Kang. It establishes, like, basically the logic under which the entire MCU is going to function. And people who haven't seen it, do they even know like, what's going on? That's been a concern of mine since the beginning and, and a good supplemental thing like a Disney plus show should be something you can watch like the Christmas special where it you're absolutely right where it doesn't really like change the game. I think a great example is a uh, Falcon winter soldier. The show itself had a lot of issues, but what they tried to do was what these shows should be right where they and grow the characters. Love... Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's like supplemental. It like makes them better for people who care. Um, yeah, I like what Loki did, but the concept of Loki is one that, it, yeah, kind of like Wanda. You're just like, 
well, I hope they don't. This doesn't ruin any movies, or vice versa. <laughs> the movies ruin the show now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what Loki season and two I, does. I adore Loki. It's just yeah. weird that the Kang plot didn't come up in something related to Loki, but instead is coming up in Ant Man, which I would say is like not the first superhero you associate with Loki. Like Kang coming up in Quantum Mania and the Quantum Realm makes sense to me, and as something like I think we actually predicted on the show a while ago. But it is one of those things but that's where I'm where like, the TV or whatever is located. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I think we we had that theory when Loki was airing that the TVA was located in the quantum realm, and I remember like specifically talking about the the stones and my whole theory on why you know things were shaking out the way they were. It's crazy that that might be true, but I guess like for me, it's like from a brand perspective, um, for the the Kang, the big Kang drop to be in Quantum Mania. It's like, is, or how much, like, I guess I'm like, how, how related is Ant-Man to Loki where people that watch Loki would potentially go see an Ant-Man film versus like a Thor movie or a Loki movie. And that's where my concern is, is like, are they going to have to retread all of that, all of that lore for people that didn't see it, which is going to be boring for those of us who have, or are they going to leave those people behind and just say, this is Kang, I, I, his entrance is a big deal? I feel like they're going to do a, a mix. So it's going to be, at least from what I can tell, my assumption is the movie is going to be a Kang that we, as you know, people that know Kang, we're going to know this guy is one of the many Kangs, but he's going to be introduced as sort of like, I'm here to help you, my dude. Don't even stress about it. I'm not evil at all. He's going to be a and manipulator then, king. Yeah. 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 And so that'll be our introduction to like the audience will be like, oh, this guy seems neat. And then he's a villain. And then over the next X number of movies, stuff will be rolled out about how, like, here's the history of Kang. This is the Kang's. So if my hope is that they'll do it that way. So it's like drip fed to an audience. And, but if you've watched Loki, you kind of know the vibe. So we don't just spend. 15 minutes on a backstory in a movie, which mm -hmm. is like, we already know this is my hope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I can predict a lot about the MCU based off of which comics come out. <laughs> yeah. They, they sure. definitely lead the, the, you'll the, see them you like know, the shows start pulling comics. Well, they also you promote know? it too. They'll, they'll promote yeah. on like the official marvel.com website of like, check out the new blippity bloppity of, X character and this new character, and you're like, who the fuck's that? Oh, sure. And then six months later, and oh, he's in, in the, the film. Yeah. 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 And unrelated because oh. there is a Kang comic. Um, I talk about comics on my show, Bagged and Boarded, Humble Plug, if you want to uh, come through for more comic book related content. But there's been a lot of Kang comics, and they always have had a Dr. Doom appearance. <laughs> And I feel right. like I have to let y'all know that <laughs> like mm -hmm. they've they've been and I'm like, hmm. And now they've like uh, they've kind of brought back the Fantastic Four in a huge way. Yep. Saw and that I'm too. like, ooh, are they testing? Are they testing to see like how do people well, didn't feel they, about this? And Loki, did they mention that he's a Richards? Did they say like what his name was in the future? No, 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 no. He says like. He, I think he mentions year 3000. I yeah. think he mentions that he met other versions of himself, but he does not mention Reed Richards. 
He doesn't mention that no. he's like the great, 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 great grandson or whatever. Nope. Okay. No. I bet so you I that comes that, up somewhere. I think Reed's yeah. coming very soon. I think uh, the Fantastic Four are coming really soon. I think we're going to see Galactus. That's my crazy theory because we've introduced Celestials. Mm -hmm. I, I think Guardians is the makes the most sense for Galactus. Yeah. At but I don't know name. if I'm like way off base there. But I think like Guardians is the one where it makes sense for Cosmic Marvel to talk about Galactus. Um, and they would be less involved in stuff like, um, you know, like thing like a scroll invasion, like wouldn't apply to them as much as like other people. Right. Cause they don't even live on earth. You know what I mean? So like, um, yeah, I, I definitely think like we're headed that way based off of what the comics are doing. I feel like the comics, they always test and see what's selling, what's not selling, what storylines do people like, which ones do they not like? And then a lot of times they take those stories like like verbatim and make movies out of them. Like, you know, the Thor movie yeah. was loosely based off of like Jason Aaron's comics of Thor. Um, so like, yeah, I think Kang is going to tie into that. The reason I bring that up is like that makes me more stressed where I'm like, oh, my God, that's so many characters to put in they're getting <laughs> like we every, got the fantastic yeah. four we got like i'm just like oh my god like if the if the movies the guardians fantastic four hang it works like it meshes i think but if you start introducing right. everybody else like you know it's like this is too much almost you know so phase five um, i mean phase four was also the like how many characters can we cram into it and, and hopefully they learned that hence the concern yeah, yeah hopefully they've learned that like they're at the peak <laughs> they've they've reached that number uh to where they need to maybe cut back a little bit but we'll see because they're ramping up towards you know secret wars where they're gonna try to outdo endgame and endgame had everyone and now they're gonna have everyone so sure yeah we'll just have to see i know jesse you you dm'd us a link of like vincent d'onofrio saying he wants to fight spider-man that's right yeah yeah, yeah. and i was like listen here i love kingpin kingpin's one of my favorite villains kingpin doesn't belong in a in a movie with kang or dr doom right like he's kind of he's operating on a different scale yeah, yeah. So like yeah i want i want to see that movie too and i hope we don't get so hell-bent on jamming spider-man into world-ending events that we will never get that because that would because be he's such a big star yeah like it's such a big yeah movie get. It, but i mm -hmm. hope that's not what it happens is like hey, oh if... well clearly spider-man can only handle galactic crime and i'm like well he lost his suit yeah he's he's, he's basic now, now. <laughs> right. so like why can't he fight kingpin Dude, why can't he deal with punisher that'd be so like, sick if he becomes and i don't know if sony would ever want it right if sony would ever allow that because they control a lot of the if not all of the decisions around spider-man but if you put him in daredevil you throw in some like punisher stuff in there put him up against kingpin do a little tag team maybe have wolverine step in in well, some form <laughs> and the juxtaposition of like spider-man like peter parker with with like daredevil punisher. or punisher like yeah yeah right like because like it's like oh this guy's kind of cool and then he starts murdering people and it's like no wait so i feel like they also spend mm -hmm. a lot of time yeah. like fighting each other and that's also happening in the comics right now is the punisher is leading the hand and daredevil Whoa. uh is leading the fist damn that's crazy and 
they are like a little bit in opposition to each other. Um, and Electra is a part of it too. It's very complicated, Damn. but it's, it's not bad because they call P Punisher the God of murder. Oh. So it's like clearly he's the perfect person to be in charge of the hand because he's who murders more than the Punisher. Nobody. Right. He's the perfect. He's the perfect one. I like that. <laughs> he's like, yeah. So like it's really interesting. So like I think Punisher is one of those characters they've only just scratched the surface of. I love the Netflix series because he's just as liable to be a villain as he is to be a hero. And that's typically how he goes. And I also I just this is me being selfish, putting it out there as a Christmas wish, I guess. <laughs> I want to see John Bernthal's Punisher and Zemo because they have a lot of interest oh, yeah. in the comics. I want to see that'd these be two cool. Characters. I yeah. really want to see these two characters because they are like sworn enemies in the comics. I want to see that actor. I forget his name right now with John Bernthal, like uh, something brewing or I just think it would be so good because good you stuff. have Bernthal who's like, oh, 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 and then you have this like very well-spoken, like Turkish delight. You know? Daniel Brühl. There you go. I, yeah. I liked it. I killed him and I liked it. That's, pretty, that's a pretty that. good Punisher. I'm like kind of, yeah, of all the bronze. people to have very, a Punisher uh, impersonation. Was no, not he doesn't bronze. talk like that. No, I he hundred percent does. Huge crush. But he like, is like, Every line is like he's like yelling it begrudgingly at somebody, you know, like, yeah, I'm a bad guy. I'm not a good guy. I get my hands bloody. Your hands stay clean. I killed him and I loved it. Yeah. And you're like, I kind of want to see him with Zemo. <laughs> it's true. Like, how does that shake out? Like, how, does, how does that, <laughs> where does that go? I mean, now I want to see that. Now, yeah, you've <laughs> sold me already. I want to see this one. <laughs> The one-man stage show. Of Barenthal and Brul. Yeah, except it's just Bronze doing all the voices. Oh, <laughs> true. It's just Bronze on stage doing all the voices. It's true. Oh, my God. Be good. Be good. Yeah, one of those, like, you know, one of those things where you're facing one way to be one character. Yeah. You face the other way to be and the other And the lights character. are yeah. sl just... slightly different. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And there's only one prop on stage, and everyone's waiting for you to use it, but you never use it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, random Hi. tangent, but in Punisher, uh, God damn it! What is who's the man in the chair? Not Gizmo, not Wizard. Oh, uh, what the hell is his oh, name? Curly blonde um, hair guy. Yeah. What? I forget. Micro, Micro, Micro yeah. is in uh, Andor. In a great role. God damn it! I started no that comment. show. Yeah. Can I can we talk about rumors really quick? Let's hear rumors. Let's hear it. Just like two rumors that uh I'm not obsessed over them, but I do think they're interesting. So uh, Amelia Clark, yeah, we know mm -hmm. is going to be in Secret Invasion. Yes. And her character, I don't know what they're gonna do with her in Secret Invasion, but her character in the comics is just a straight up a mutant. Yeah. So like well, they, I What's mean, going on there? Namor straight up said mutant. I, I feel like mutants yeah. are going to become, you know. Yeah, I mean, and I just think it's Miss Marvel, even though we've we've eliminated that from our collective memories, they played the the X Men theme. Yeah, yeah, they and, did. And Miss Marvel, yeah, for sure. They canonized it. And just nobody cared about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that was then, that was the big get of the end of the show, but it, yeah, they're, yeah. 
It was and then Marvel. other yeah. rumor that, that I'm obsessed with. Okay. Um, this this sentence makes no sense to me. I don't know why it's put together the way it is, but you're ready for this sentence. This is just think about this. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I'm just gonna read the headline. Sasha, Sasha Baron Cohen reportedly oh, yeah. has joined the cast of Ironheart. Yep. As Mephisto. Yep. Yeah, Ironheart has uh, a lot of um supernatural stuff into it. Like the 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 hood is also in uh, Ironheart. The hood is that, uh, that, has a demon. None of what, like that's where his power None come of from. what I know of Ironheart says that demons should be like like the Ironheart we just met. I don't know how that character is like and now my nemesis <laughs> Sasha Baron Cohen Mephisto. I don't like I literally none of it makes sense to me. That whole sentence I, is insane. I just can't wait for the memes of Sasha Baron Cohen as Mephisto just going around saying my wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> like that, if that's real that's going to be real stupid. <laughs> my demon wife. <laughs> Very nice. I, mean, I guess or they I have the, they have place. the demon from Borat's like hometown. <laughs> I guess oh, that's God. a choice. I saw some memes as Sasha Baron Cohen in his incredibly anti-Semitic getup. Sure. The, yeah. Saying like, "Oh, that's him as Mephisto." And I was <laughs> yeah. like, "I was like, it's gonna be so hard for people to take this man seriously." seriously. He let me. I'll tell you this though. In God, I forget the movie. It was a it was a true story about uh, there was a court case, and he played the character. And I think it was on Netflix. Chad'll say the movie uh, Chicago Seven. That's what it was. If you haven't seen Chicago Seven, that man can act. Like he's actually he's very very good. Oh, no one can I, like I can't. And, and I didn't can. see I didn't see Borat or anyone, and I saw like the character he was playing, and that's it. It was very good. No, I have no doubt. This is one of those casting things where I have no doubt that he'll be fine and it will be great. It's just crazy mm-hmm. to me that they're like, all right, we're gonna introduce Sasha Baron Cohen as Mephisto yeah. in Ironheart. Of, no, like, in Ironheart. Yeah, I get the you. The combo makes no sense to my brain. Like I cannot. Yeah. I cannot. Fi- but again, it's one of those things where I, I absolutely, you know, when people, they post like, there's no way this casting is, I fundamentally believe to my core, a billion dollar company, they don't play around when it comes to casting. Like, sure. Every time someone's like, what the hell? The, the vampire guy's Batman or like the guy from the rom-coms is Joker. Every time the internet loses their shit and every time they're like, that was awesome, dude. Yeah. Every time. So I don't pay attention to any of that. I'm sure he'll be fine. It's just bizarre to me. It's bizarre. That they're like Mephisto in Ironheart. You know, yeah. the girl who like made the side plot of Wakanda Forever yeah. is fighting Mephisto. It's crazy. I don't yeah. know what the hell that I don't know what the hell that's even gonna look like. We'll see. We'll see. It is what it is. Ironheart. Yeah. That's wild. That to me, you know what that sounds like? They want because people have been waiting for Mephisto for a long time, they want to use that as like a hook to get people to watch a show. They oh, absolutely, yeah. Watch, yeah. yeah. I'm sure they, you know, the they have the data on you know what people thought of that character and how it came across in Wakanda Forever, mm-hmm. and and now they're looking at it and like, well, they're gonna have their own show, so now we gotta <laughs> we gotta figure out how we make that show interesting, uh, mm-hmm. and and pull people over to that right get people into that so 
We will see. But like, what to me is crazy is like you have House of Harkness. I was just about to say that. I was just about like, to say why not? It could be in both. That, that to me makes so much sense. Yeah, it could be it's, both. It's like, However, I do, oh. I do feel like JP's right that it's a draw to go see Ironheart because if you were to tell me, oh yeah, uh, you know, Borat is going to be Mephisto in a show with already Aubrey Plaza, like I, 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 that show already, I'm like, I'm watching. I'm, I'm watching already in. That's gonna be a wild ride. I'm yeah. gonna watch that. I forgot Aubrey Plaza, crazy. Plaza was in that. That's a great segment. Yeah, like literally. The entire cast, I'm like, oh my god! Everyone in this show, I want to just like, they're my favorites. So I'm already just obsessed with that. So I get why they move it to a show where I was like, I don't know anything about this character. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I guarantee, yeah, I think Bronze is also right that they probably have, you know, or whichever one of you said this, the they probably have all the stats and information already, and absolutely they also see what the other tv shows that were like here's a character you've never seen before and how people reacted to it yeah so yeah i'm sure somewhere someone was like this is what we need to do which is like okay cool we'll see what happens we will i'm gonna use the aubrey plaza connection let's talk legion Uh season two's done hey those final episodes uh would you did you guys were you able to stick with it (laughs) did you did you watch them all five at once how was that? I'm gonna be, I still haven't seen the last two because I had to rewind the two before that. <laughs> I, I need to I need to clear the air. It's not from lack of trying. I actually rewinded all the way back to the episode where he kills the nightmare creature. Yeah, the thing in the ear the, in the head. Yeah, because I was like, I've missed something. Yeah. I truly felt that way. I and then I went all the way, and then after rewatching that, I went all the way back to the one before where they resurrect uh, Lenny. Uh huh. I went all the way back there because I was like, that was like I've episode missed- three or four. Yeah. Yeah, like I kept going back because I was like, I've missed something. I've missed something because clearly I'm very confused, and I so I have to be honest, I still haven't watched the last two because I'm I'm feel like I've missed definitely missed something the what how how can i sum this up i feel like i now understand why the viewership was so disparate between seasons two and three like i get why like i finished this show and i still am not sure what the hell i just watched but the, the like, final two episodes I, like bronze, are crazy. Like bronze, I stopped, paused, rewound. I went to wikis to be like, "What the shit did I just see?" Like I looked up theory crafting. It's that kind of thing where mm-hmm. I feel like they went. There is a place where season one was where they walked a fine line between totally insane and and still watchable. And I think they yeah. this by the end of this they flipped over they flipped the switch and they were like we're getting real weird with it and some of it I was like what the hell just happened so yeah yeah I don't well and for some reason like I was like did I miss something with the monk and did I miss something with like the body they put in the grave because I I went back to rewatch and see if it was like oh with a woman's or whatever arm. is that what you're talking about yeah. 
like or no 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 the the chattering monk guy yeah 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 i was like there's so many threads and then i went back to watch all <laughs> of the um intros where you have that voiceover by um that really hot guy um i'm gonna let, I'm gonna let oh yeah i'm gonna let you get there john ham ham <laughs> it's like the easiest <laughs> name to yeah, john broken real time ham. john ham yeah um i went back to watch all of those too and then i don't know guys i don't know i really like it i think it's but then weird. there's stuff i read too far into and then i wonder if like does this even mean anything there's and a lot of that in so the show. far into this you know like they, they like, kind of wrap they it just up do this as a bit they kind of pull, pull it all together in the final episode but the final episode is kind of uh, the first episode of season three because the season kind of culminates at the end of episode 10 and then episode 11 sets up season three if that makes sense and season mm. three is completely fucking bonkers like it's on another like level of fucking crazy on board and understood for like the first half of the season i don't even think i was then, there i don't even think i was there <laughs> and then the second half did you really like, watch it especially starting the episode with sydney where he's like trapped in her mind or they're trapped there together and he's like trying to wake her up oh yeah she she won't let him loop. yeah yeah she's in the minotaur Girl, maze or i was whatever. like this has to be important and this has to be relevant somehow right and then in the end i was like i don't think it was i think it was just to give us backstory for sydney because they her entire thing it was to tell you about like, the relationship of sydney and him is, is what it is yeah 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 but i was sitting here like she goes on the end saying like we're like we're not lovers we're fighters baby and she like goes on this like tangent about how they have to like give up on love and fight and i was like the final two episodes make sense of that okay or or at least give okay. you give you Maybe context to, to why that time. was there yeah i did the reason I didn't watch the last two is like, I don't think I'm ready. I have no clue what's going on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> when I hit, what is it? The eighth episode, ninth episode. I was like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Like yeah. I have I've to never seen, go back. I've never seen a show. So most shows I would say to people like most series, old series, I would say they're better being watched one after the other back to back to back. Right. Because mm. a lot of the time, the reason why, why older shows flop is because there's that week in between each episode and people just fall off right yeah and this might be the one show where i'm like i think you need a week to process i think this is the one show you watching four episodes in a row is like sensory overload i by the time i was done i was just like what did i just watch and i, <laughs> and think I feel that's... like i'm reading way too much into old boy with the eight computer ladies like i really think i'm like reading way too much into that which is why i can't move forward because i'm like clearly this is important and i've missed something and the sister had a flashback memory where she's like dreaming that she's one of those people yeah you're talking about and melanie so... who are you talking about um no um 
the the um oh wait is her name melody melanie the older no 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 melanie's the melanie's the older woman the older woman no um i can't think of the main character's name now david david's sister oh david's sister yeah 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 david's sister because you remember i just rewatched these episodes like <laughs> to be careful to like make sure i was on top david's sister before she gets turned or gets exploded by lenny yeah or into lenny is having a dream that she is one of the ladies that's like a part of this computer right oh right she has the mustache yeah yeah and she's have and so i was like did i imagine that i went back and watched that whole thing and i was like is this relevant somehow and then three episodes later they fight those ladies and they're all they do fight and then <laughs> they fight those people and then they put um Tonomy in there too uh-huh yeah he goes so he like, goes inside of the in dream there? i think he goes inside of the memory because they're like we can save his mind and i was like is she in there did they save her mind? I think she's in she's uh, dreaming of being in it. I think she's in the headscape or mind space or whatever you want to call it of Aubrey Plaza. Did you was that oh, in episode nine? In yeah, because I, I don't know if that was episode ten or eleven, but like David's sister, keeps, like, snapping. Yes, David's sister. Then, like, you see her. David's sister like is haunting Aubrey Plaza because she's inside of her body essentially. Because it's like two two minds in one body in the physical body, they get real crazy. I guess astral plane is probably the, what it actually is. Yeah. The other crazy thing I was on was I was like, well, Amal Farouk kept Lenny like in his head. Right. Is it inconceivable that David couldn't keep his sister in his? Because they have that episode where you see like all the different options of lives that David had. Yeah. And then his like sort of recollection of his sister, how that changes like her manifestation, if that makes sense, like depending on whether he's bitter towards her or not. So then I was sitting there and I was like, oh, I wonder if like she's if he has her in his mind because he's such a powerful psychic that like he can keep her in his head. But then I was like, wouldn't his the way he views her change that change who that person is? And I was like, is that why she keeps having dreams of like being a part of this computer or whatever? Because that was like, how the hell else would she like be dreaming of that? Like, I don't, y'all, I'm, I've become lost in the sauce. I have become completely lost in the sauce. The next two episodes will answer a lot of questions for you, but they also just pose a shit ton more. And it, like I said, it sets up for season three. <laughs> no! like, and season, like, season three is legitimate. Like, season two, I feel is, I don't want to say tame. But in comparison, season three, it is tame. Like they go, they go fucking bonkers. They start playing with uh, the idea that he's just like creating realities, and it 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 gets gets wild. I did, I did sort of feel like that was where because that flashback episode where he's like going through. All these different versions cool. of himself, yeah. the millionaire, the everything, right? I was mm -hmm. sitting there and 
I was thinking about it. I was like, well, what's the relevance of this episode in the greater scheme of things, right? Yeah. Like, there's no way they would spend an entire episode doing all of that. And then in the following two or three episodes, Amal Farouk talks to him extensively about being a god and how the game is rigged, but they are the, they're the state that makes the rules or whatever. Therefore, they're the ones rigging the game. Right. And that he can, when he's ready, he can come sit at the big boys table. And I immediately kind of clocked that like, okay, so David is the villain. And the reason that his girlfriend wants him to not kill uh, the Shadow King is because I think she knows that like the Shadow King is the only one that poses a viable threat to David. Uh-huh. And I was like, I wonder if he can, he can and he has written all of those realities. And if he can and he has lived all of them. And he just chooses whether or not he wants to remember them, which is why even in season one, he can't tell which timeline is the real one. And I was like, I wonder if like he alters reality kind of Wanda vision style, like depending on like what he wants to believe is true to the point that when um, the Shadow King is like, well, of course I killed your sister. She put you in she put you in an yeah. asylum. Yeah. And he's like, oh, but I was sick. And in my head, I'm like, were you though? Like, were you saying that's that's the problem with the show is that <laughs> all the weird things they're attempting to do which are weird and crazy and you just have to hold on for the ride are then penned in by the fact that we just have a completely unreliable narrator yeah. so you're always triple guessing yeah. everything you're seeing and it makes it really hard like when you have an unreliable narrator but the story is simple you're like, all right, well, this is like crazy on one level. But when you have an unreliable narrator plus a confusing story plus a story that's like metaphysical in nature, everything you're watching, you're just like, is this even what I'm watching? <laughs> At that point, it's <laughs> existential crises. The show. You're like, what the shit is happening? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, whenever we get to season three. We'll have maybe we'll spend an episode like, like recapping, or or I'll find a proper recap to send you guys to watch because it uh, you'll need one. You'll definitely need one because I, I think I, there's I've, I've like watched season three twice even... and I still have some questions in terms of like what's happening on certain episodes. Y'all need to understand. I went back and rewatched scenes from season one because <laughs> of season two. Yeah, because I thought that some of that was fake like or i thought that they kind of made it seem it was like just in his head some of that stuff didn't happen yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but then in season two they're like oh well that did happen and i was like okay so is betty lenny and, <laughs> and that's where i started to lose it is her entire episode about the rondo citrus soda and da, 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 da. and i was like wait a fucking minute and then she says Oh, like he put my tits were in run one room and my head was in another room and my ass is in another room. And then I was like, wait, did that happen or did that not happen? Because wasn't she in his head the whole time? That's right. No, that's, that's. And I had to go back and rewatch because I was like, I thought that she wasn't actually there. Like, was she actually there? That happened. That did happen. That did happen. Yeah, that's, that's where Lenny dies. Uh, but where she also her brain goes into or sorry her being her essence soul whatever goes into uh the shadow kings the shadow the shadow king yeah who is uh, still hijacking david at that point who's still in david's head at that point yeah 
So, it, so she kind of goes into David's goes head and Shadow David. King. Yeah. And then when Shadow so like King a goes to nesting egg. Yes. When Shadow King leaves, Lenny goes as well. Because you didn't necessarily know that Amal Farouk was a character at that point. Yeah. Was the Shadow King. Okay. The the true Shadow King. Not the like nightmare. So that's that's why you season. keep seeing Lenny with um the guy, the the dude, the, Melody's husband. Instead yeah, of seeing because they're both Shadow in the King Shadow Kings, yeah. Amal Farouk hasn't revealed himself yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's correct. I believe that's correct. Right, Jesse Cox? No, I don't I don't believe anything about the show. Okay. Well, that's Legion nothing. season to... two. <laughs> Thanks for watching along with us. We'll let you know when we're watching season three. I'm so sorry, chat, that I don't have more thoughts on the finale. I it's my fault. I keep going back. I think I just need to forge forward. You know how it's like Yeah, like, just watch the, the two process. next episodes, yeah. Yeah, I think they I answer just most of the questions forward. that you need to know. But I just, you know, and this did happen to me with season one, too. I don't know if y'all remember, but I was like, I keep rewatching these because <laughs> I'm like, it demands full attention. Something. The entire thing. It can't be passive. Yeah, viewing, and I, yeah. I do. And then I swear to God, I feel like I'll, I'll have missed something where I'm like, oh, I'm that scene just ended. Um, I must have missed something. And then I'll like rewind and I'm like, no, no, no. They just, okay. They just cut away from that. Okay. Right. Cause it's just so jarring in places. And some of it I like, and I actually gave them points for this in the beginning of when we first started watching season two, I said, these guys are really smart because they will put things that are just random and don't matter. And then they will put little background shit that does matter. And they try to distract you with the stuff that doesn't matter. You know, like, and, and, and it'll be like, okay. So like their, their cafeteria, that is the most unhinged shit I've ever seen in my life. A river with like freaking boats on it to bring you your food. Like what, like, that's so weird as well as like a constant like thing. That's like new symptom alert, you know? And so it's like, they're bombarding you with like all of this weird shit. And so you're so busy looking for meaning in these things. And then the important stuff is like usually happening in the foreground, you know, but that, but the pro again, the problem that I have with it is as it keeps building, it's, um, very similar to like lost in a way, except lost doesn't, ha didn't have an unreliable narrator. Lost was just kept getting mm -hmm. weirder and weirder for the sake of eating weirder, but it was a mystery. And so the weird was like what you were trying to decipher. This is the same thing, except on top of that. You don't know whether you can believe everything you're seeing. So it isn't even mm -hmm. like, oh, that's weird. I don't know what that means. I hope we find out what that means. It's like, whatever we just saw, that might not even be real. <laughs> or it may be real because the person who made it creates the reality. So how does that track back to that main character? Like, the, at a certain point, again, I do not recommend watching this multiple episodes in a row. This, this might be the time. only time I say don't binge a show. Yeah. Like, this show, you need to take a moment to be like, what I just watch? Because... <laughs> There's take a, a lot in there that is too much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gotta take a little time. Mm -hmm. Let's leave. And it's not even like turning your For our next off. episode, are we watching Inhumans? Episode are we one. doing it on? I had one episode of Inhumans. Doing a, I had pitched us doing a live react. Are we still on board with that? Is any Can we get away with it? Live reacting? Uh, we wouldn't no, I mean, have like, the audio. It, it, it would just, yeah. it would just be us like 
talking about what's happening. I mean, we can do it. It's not hard to set up. I've I've done that stuff. We would just have to have a time sync and we have a we have a timer that Barry's built. So yeah, we could possibly set that up for next Monday. If you'd rather watch it live uh and in real time. We could. I mean, I, I sure. Okay. Sure. And that's the ne- next week's episode. Because we, we are going to have uh, some like downtime going into December. Like, what it, what is the next MCU related project? When it, is that spring? The next MCU related project. I don't know. Let's see. Winter's pretty uh, lax. So. Uh, I'm looking. Hold on. Is it? Well, uh, there's Midnight Suns. We'll be playing Midnight Suns at the end of this week on the mm-hmm. second. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll we'll talk. That's not MCU related. Uh, I don't know what's next. Is it? Oh, I guess Ant Man would be the next film in February. And I don't think there's a Disney Plus show out till then. So we definitely have some time to watch some shit shows. If you want to. That's up to y'all. It, it really depends on how much you guys like in humans. Do you know what, though? Do you know what, though? Since he is back in the, in, like, She-Hulk, this could be prime time for a Daredevil rewatch. No, no, I'm not letting you out of this. We're doing Inhumans. Well, no, no, I'm saying next week, yeah, in humans, but like after that. Are, are we watching we it live next week? Event. Is that what we're doing? 100%. I'm down. Let me double check my flights since I'm going to be coming back from PAX Unplugged. But oh, I, should, right. I should be able okay. to make it work. If anything, it'll be like last time where we might have to start an hour later than usual, but I'll see. I'll, I'll hit you up, JP. I'll let you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We can do that next week. Apparently, What If is coming out potentially before. What if... Uh, Season two is coming out potentially before Ant-Man, but we haven't gotten any trailers for that yet. Maybe that's supposed to drop later today or sometime next week. They do time it right after our podcast. It's like Disney watches us and then they're like, that's what, that's what I've thought. Yeah. We're very important to the Disney ecosystem. Yeah. And then they, yeah. 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 Like what does bronze think about this thing we did? I don't, I don't think that's it. I don't think they care about what I think what they did i think specifically they say what does bronze think about captain america and they base every decision that's why they that's why they made him old could be yeah you ruined captain america for america thanks what bronze. I, is what I'm Jeez. thanks bronze i Good ruined Lord. captain america for america yeah. yeah for america oh shit i got go. 18 videos lined up in the tank ready to go all about how you personally are this show is Miss Marvel. There you go. Wait, Captain Marvel. Oh, it, wait, the Inhuman <laughs> episode one is longer? Please don't deport me. This is the only country I have a citizenship to. <laughs> is it re- is, Was episode one of Inhumans like a... a I got Jesse with that one. I got Jesse with that one. It was good. It was good. It was good. I guess you once in a while, Jesse. I guess you once in a while. 
Chad is saying episode 175 minutes. It is. Oh, right, because they did the premiere of this in theaters. They had like an IMAX premiere of this. That's Hell yes. Right. Hell yes. Hell yes. 75 yes. minutes? Hell yes. Hell yes. Well, the IMAX version is 75. The ABC version is 84. Oh, my God. No, Y'all smoking crack. We're watching it live. 84. Next week. You want to do it live. You want to do it live. You could have this done is, it in little chunks yeah, this throughout the week. Fun. You said live. So here we are. We're doing it live. Can, next I, re week. can, I, can I retract my statement? There's no retractions on the sorry, podcast. It's, far too late it's a live show. There's, Halfway yeah, through this, you're going to see I'm the so soul sorry. leave my eyes. You're going to see the, the nice. childlike joy leave my eyes. Nice. 20 minutes in, I'm going to be like. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're here for. We'll do a little bit of uh, Midnight Suns chatter. I think that game's sure. like I think that game's like 40 hours by the way. There's a Midnight Suns comic by the way too. They've also put out a little uh the Midnight Suns the game is putting out little animated featurettes for the show or for the yep, yep. for the game. They're really good. They're actually like Saturday morning cartoon like 7 8 minute things. They're pretty good. Pretty enjoyable. It's making me excited for Blade. Blades in the game. You can uh, you can lift weights with blade. Yeah, bombs I'm excited for to. the movie. This is what I'm saying. I love Blade. And well, they got new. I think I they got a new director for that, didn't they? Yeah, apparently oh, they're saying that the new direction of Blade is going to be like dark, which I'm here for. I don't. I'm here for. I don't. I never trust it, man. When they start like making changes during production, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I get so worried. I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. Not me. I I, I'm so not worried, worried about Blade. Blade, I've no, I've no hopes. Blade has never been great. It's been fun, and that's all I require. I require Blade to have like a good one-liner. That's true. And then to cut up a vampire. But why but, can't good and fun be the same? Well, cause um, it's Blade. <laughs> yeah, sure. The, I mean, the director. Blade, was good? Blade one, the first Blade movie is super fun. Yeah. Those it's films like, are super fun, but they're fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, they're not like great movies, but they're, it's entertaining as hell. I don't know. It has nothing to do with bad taste. You you can like a bad film. That's yeah. fine. It doesn't reflect on your character. I thought they were good. Yeah. I thought it was good. Uh, the it's, new director is like, Jan De Demange, I guess is how you pronounce it. He's worked on uh, 71, which is, I guess, film, a show, uh, film called White Boy Rick. And an episode of HBO's Lovecraft Country. So we'll see how that goes, I guess. Hopefully they can do yeah. Also, Blade 3 is the best of the Blade films. If we're no, get the Blade 1's the best one. They all go downhill. Jesse yeah. Cox. Get us. Yeah. Blade 3 no, Blade is, is the, the best. best Blade 3 sucks no, poopoo balls. Blade 3 yeah, is the best because sucks. Jessica no. Beale and Ryan Reynolds. No. no. Used Listen, a, you can three have all the spray bottles worth of oil. To <laughs> listen, listen. You can have all the buy fantasies you want. That's okay, but Blade <laughs> One is still better. Yeah. No one beats Deacon Frost. My dude is the yeah. Entire... Blade does. Blade beats Deacon Frost. That, it, that's the one he's done. Like, Deacon Frost that, beat Deacon Frost. Where he's like looking across the 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 street, Jesse, and Blade goes, "Your mascara is running." He's like. You know, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. 
so I love stupid. I love so everything. Fucking stupid. Again, again, bronze just proved my Blade point. Not better. a good movie. Blade three's but better. Very entertaining. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure Blade is the first like rated R. Is it rated R movie that my dad let me watch? Might be rated but R. What you, y'all need to understand: as a child, I was obsessed with this movie. Like my dad rented it, and we I watched it like thirty times. Like, I was obsessed. Wait, so, Parker Posey's there might in be Blade some, Three. There, that might be some of why I'm like, like you know, um, I was. The, I think I was the target demographic. Wasn't Parker Posey the like? Might have been Joe, vampire chick. Was she? I thought for some reason, anytime Parker Posey and she just uh, popped back up in Yellowstone, which is a show I watch, but. Uh, anytime she shows up, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a bartender. And then she's not a bartender in the show, but that's because she was in uh, uh, Coyote Ugly. That's the first time I saw her. I think that's the first time I saw her. So I just think she plays a bartender in every show that she's in. But anyways, Bronze has a heart out, Jesse, so we have to do this now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Norm in it. It's the Andor it's Minute. Time. <laughs> the Andor Minute. Hey, the show's over. And man, oh man, what a finale. What a banger. Bronze, have you finished the show yet? Are you still watching? No. Okay, you got a flight coming up. You're flying across the country. Yeah, I'm going to watch it on my flight. You I've been trying to do all hour, my reading. Flight. For, yeah, yeah. Check it out. I got it like an eight-hour flight, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Jesse, I was ready to run through a wall after Mothma's Dude. speech. You know, I was ready to after, go just fight after, some uh, fight some villainous bullshit. <laughs> you know, the show has given us a lot of good speeches, but that one, I was ready. To, yeah, I was ready to like go charge a wall of dudes. I was like, yeah. let's go, let's Nana, go, let's go, let's start rebelling right that was now. It's great. As an Empire fan, am I gonna like this movie or the show? As an Empire fan. Uh, uh you will probably end up being like me where i about halfway you're through gonna feel like, bad i'm gonna burn the empire to the fucking ground yeah you're gonna Don't you're gonna change yeah. faction it's fire that yeah. no that's one of my issues with that's always been there with star wars is they they make fascism look appealing Oh, it, they, nobody else they don't make that? it look yeah. appealing in this that's not this show well they, this show they, that means great. they finally hit the tone yeah. because every yeah. other show i've like I'd probably everyone's like, who would you be in the storage universe? I'm like, I'd probably be in the Empire. I'd be like, they have really good benefits. And that's no, honestly, I feel the exact same way. I'm like, their ships are cooler, their uniforms are cooler, they have Darth Vader, yeah. they're way better. But Darth Vader yeah, was a myth. Also, myself having a the union average person job. didn't know he existed. But that's cool as shit. Here's the thing. The rebels looked so so ragtag, it wasn't cool to be a rebel. Sure. It's kind of like the way I feel about when I like when I watch The Matrix. I'd sell out those damn kids eating gruel and that stupid ship every damn day. I would sell. I would go back. I would cipher the shit out of everyone. That's how I felt about the Empire. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'd sell out Luke Skywalker in a heartbeat after that kid. However, take away the fantasy and the swordplay and all that stuff and the, like, the Empire's cool because the ships look neat. <laughs> nah, dude, when you just ground level, every when you do the, like, everyday mundane totalitarian shit, you're like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I would, I would throw down so hard for the rebellion. Yeah, I don't want to be part of that Luke Skywalker. I feel like I'm more of a Saw Gerrera rebellion guy. Let's just <laughs> wait. Where you can't trust anyone, and you're just constantly confused. But you're like, oh, fucker, no. let's go to war. Don't kill me. <laughs> oh, no. You trust me? This is. Let's go to what it is. War. Oh yeah. It's I a great Forest Whitaker. That's Saw Gerrera. Forest Whitaker. <laughs> 
I love Forrest Whitaker. I love. Dude, he's Forrest. an insane actor. It's, Everyone in this fucking show is insane. Bullet, what it is that? Whoa! <laughs> I love. I love. Stellan Skarsgård being like everything. E like every actor in the show is like. It's fucking Shakespeare, naked. bro. Dude, they give everyone like a great <laughs> speech, and every speech is fire. You're just like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, dude. Everyone. The so the manifesto reading too, like between between that and between God of War, I feel like people that watch this show are getting some good ass messaging uh, this year. Between like, yeah, yeah. be better and try. It's like, okay, guys, I'm, this is pretty good shit. This is a good mantra to go yeah, by it's, over here. I saw some guy post that. Uh, he didn't like Andor because it resonated with him too much in real life. And I was oh, like, I think yeah, that's supposed I to be saw the point, that my shit. man. Yeah, that's the fucking point. I think that's supposed to be the point. Is it, yeah, it's supposed to do that. Yeah. Like, if, if you watch that and you realize that you're living in an oppressive state, maybe that's a maybe, problem, yeah. dude. <laughs> maybe you should be upset. Yeah. It's very fascinating to see people's hot takes on like, I just miss the the laser swords and the force powers because like this is too close to home and I'm like that's the point my man yeah you're supposed to be like oh shit wait what it's supposed to resonate with you which is why you're the guy like me who's like the Empire's cool and by the end you're like I'm gonna fucking I, I would I would ride or die with Andor I would be like let's go bro yeah let's go strap me up let's go it's yeah. pretty fucked up I mean they do an entire they have an entire character who doesn't say a single word. But all he does is build a bomb. Yeah. In a Star was, Wars show. Lo I love like they show a the bomb minutes. building sequence and you're like, God damn, like this is some real that kid shit. Had zero lines and they explained exactly why he was doing what he was doing. Yeah. He told they the story of his face. It's great. Yeah. And that setup was, was like the end, that last 15 minutes was Crazy. visceral, dude. There was like people stepping on each other and yeah. like, dude. Uh, fucking uh, Jennifer. Uh, uh, I don't know her real name. Oh, sure. I was yeah, like, I don't. Yeah, I was like, for an imperial, for like a bad guy, I was actually worried. I was like, whoa, she getting messed up. Well, she Everything never. She, that yeah, I mean, she never experienced actual conflict, right? Like, yeah, she's which, agent, which so. I think is super interesting. Learning, like, not knowing where these characters go, I think it's interesting that you could see based on what happened at the end of the episode, how potentially this could be either the thing that hardens them even more yeah, or the thing that makes them be like, maybe the empire does suck. I don't know, man. I'm excited to see what season two brings. Same. They started filming it last week, but we got to wait till 2024. We got to wait a whole fucking year. So. I maybe love doing that. A, a piece of media that resonates too much with real life. You know? Oh, this one like, does through and through. It is kind of, I, yeah. I do have an issue though, Jesse, a bunch of my friends, uh, whenever I see them, when I like, when we greet each other, the first thing they say to me is on program and I like stand up straight. I'm like, God, fuck you. The show <laughs> even fucking programmed me. <laughs> on, yeah, except you have to do it on program. <laughs> yeah, you got to do it like. Keep moving forward. Yeah. 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 It's a great show. I, I, 10 out of 10. The, they nailed the ending. I watched hilarious. It. Can't, can't it's, believe it's I think I need good. to watch will, it. Again, the one thing that's yeah. amazing about the show is they made me realize no matter what they say to me from now on, the Star Wars hotel is literally the prison they made in this show. <laughs> yeah. It I is. It looks the exact same. I can see nothing else. 
And that's hilarious to me that they set up this like, come aboard the starship. And it's like, no, you made a space prison. And you sold us on the idea of it being cool. I mean, in a lot of ways, it, the show's the most like anti-Disney show that Disney's ever put out. It really, <laughs> it really is. Like they're Gilroy and the rest of the writing team is is definitely saying like, "Hey, Disney, fuck you." <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you haven't it's watched yet, it's worth like, watching. My timeline was a buzz with talks of like. Kenobi, which I'm going to be honest, I never finished because I just didn't really care for it like four episodes in. You should watch the final episode and of that. It's... There just wasn't a lot of talk about Andor, which is surprising because everybody I know that has watched it loves it. I feel like it's pick- I feel like it's doing Breaking Bad now, though. Like a ton of people oh, are talking it? about it I now guess- that the season's over and a lot of people like I've even seen marketing for the show pick up. On like yes. uh, oh, Twitter yes. and TikTok and really anywhere else that, and that might be maybe the algorithm that I'm a part of, but I've seen more mm-hmm. ads than I ever have for the show now that it's finished. So I'm, I'm hoping some it's shows breaking that bad. get like discussed a lot, right? And it's just so strange to me that like every person I do know that tweets about Andor is like, this is the best show that you're not watching. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, it's just so strange to me that, like... It's the same, it's the same vibe as when um, the Han Solo movie came out. We were at peak Star Wars burnout. I think people watched Book of Boba Fett, and that was, like, Damn. middling and kind of shit. Yeah. They, they saw that Obi-Wan, fucking uh, They saw that Obi-Wan fucking had a roll, promise of being amazing. And they're like, I'm done with Star Wars. Shit. I'm not watching that guy roll shoot anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, a lot, of, a lot of the Star Wars we've gotten recently has been like lackluster and but the promise was great yeah. so i think people are were like burnt out and yeah it, i feel like it's the exact same thing where where when the han solo movie came out people were just over star wars and like i don't give a shit about the han solo movie so they just didn't go and andor i think is the same way where people are just like i don't care what andor does but it really isn't even about andor the show like andor is the viewers lens through which we see the world of, of Star, Star Wars. Wars, the universe of Star Wars being like awful. Yeah, like, and, and really, it actually makes too. the Empire seem evil. Not just like dramatically, like I have electric arms, but like the day to day monotony of evil, where you're like, oh shit. Yeah, I think it's I, fascinating. My biggest hope, uh, to bring it somewhat back into MCU, I would love to see a writing team similar to, and I don't know what they would write in the MCU. But if we could get the writing team on the same level of Andor's writing team with something on the MCU, I feel like that would be fucking insane. I don't know what it could be. Maybe um, Daredevil. I'm going to be honest. But... I don't think they ever will. And it's because it's anytime they even come close, people get very upset. Like with She-Hulk, they started, I feel like, to come to hit on some topics of like, you guys are going to hate me no matter what because you just think I'm the female version of the Hulk. Somewhat. And people got pissed that like there was a direct called shot right yeah like and and so like i think a majority of the fandom would have to be okay with that and you have a majority of the fandom that anytime you critique this media says well if you just turn your brain off and enjoy this well i don't you just turn your brain off and enjoy this and so i don't you know i don't know if i i think she hulk and andor is is like uh dessert compared to like fine cuisine <laughs> right, right. Like, i'm not i'm not so saying different. hulk is like 
brilliant. Right. I'm saying they started to address real world stuff and people absolutely like swerved on it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas I think the Star Wars fandom is distinct in that if you look Maybe. at the games, the books, the comics, they have had pretty really interesting, really deep, really nuanced storytelling, which is why I personally could never get into the movies. Because coming from the comic books and the books, it's really hard to get into the movies because that level of storytelling previously, obviously I haven't finished Andor, was not there. I'm sure Jesse could speak mm -hmm. to that more. It's really hard to go from like all of these different forms of media that tell these really interesting stories to go to like light sword, go burr, you know, <laughs> it's like a hard transition to make. Sure. But the fandom is still there, right? So I think like for a show like Andor can be made with the MCU, anytime they've tried to address like colonialism, institutional racism, like people get mad and they're like, well, we already have to deal with blm in real life now we got to deal with this black captain america that was apparently hidden by steve rogers i don't like it and it, i i i watch these movies to turn my brain off and not think about it and i'm like but why because these comics every single one of them was incredibly political and and they've had to strip it all down for the movies and the shows they've had and anytime they even veer close it's like you feel this rubber band effect of people being like, that's not what I want. So then I feel like Disney plays it safe and then they draw back, if that makes sense. Like yeah, I mean, it does. We have the evidence. And they come back. Star Wars fans already did this. We have the evidence when it comes to the right. new trilogy. Yeah. Every choice yeah, that yeah. was made in the new trilogy was a weird reaction to the fans. Uh, and they kept failing. Like Disney kept failing. So all three movies suck. Like, all three movies have major flaws. It doesn't even matter if you're like, well, I like this one more. doesn't matter. All three in the new trilogy, it's atrocious. And <laughs> I think that comes down to the fact that, that they were just like, we're going to give the fans what they want at every turn. And every turn, it, you know, I think Steve Jobs probably said it before. Like, people don't know what they actually want. Like, so just give them what, mm -hmm. what you think they need, like that kind of thing. And, um, yeah, I, I, when it comes Better to, to Marvel. choose the direction and commit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what and, Gilroy and at least you'll have a sure. cohesive payoff, and the people who enjoy it will be with you through the end. And the problem with a lot of Star Wars stuff is they just like they're all over the place trying to please fans. And at least Marvel will do a thing, and even if it's not you know full throated, they'll still say what they have to say and stick with it, even if it's kind of like the whitewashed, dumbed down version of the topic at least they're trying a thing yeah. without it being you know like you're right if 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 marvel ever went full as the internet you know loves to shit on if they were like the internet was like oh they've gone full woke <laughs> then absolutely marvel like <clears throat> disney backtracks right they've done it before all the time they, they never want to like piss off yeah yeah, yeah. they never want to piss off everyone they're trying to like walk this fine line but i think they do it better with marvel because they have more experience with the failures from before i feel like they've they've mm -hmm. you know it isn't it isn't that they're better at it or that the audience has changed it's just i think they're trying to like fine tune the how do we keep a larger audience something i think a lot of people don't like i don't give a shit like if i think you're a dummy and i think your opinions are stupid i'll let you know all right like i i think a lot of people 
feel that way. But if you're a big corporation and, you know, let's say one of your amusement parks is in Florida, you probably want the Florida population to go to your amusement park. You know what I mean? So they're going to, they're going to walk lines and thread needles, but they, they certainly, yeah. Star Star Wars fans ate themselves alive and you can see it happening sometimes in Marvel, but I think for the most part, every once in a while, people are like, you know, they're trying bro. So we don't have to be as racist. You're like, okay, cool. Thanks. (laughs) Sure. Like I was, shocked when i played kotor for the first time like i want to say a year two years ago and they had an entire storyline about like wookies being essentially like enslaved and how the jedi don't really do anything about it and so you have this guy bindo jolie that's like well i left the order and and it's like literally like everybody's a piece of shit and i was like this is once again so refreshing coming from like comic books and novels where that's the case into a game where once again that's the case and then the movies are just like and that's like the extent (laughs) of what they talk about with wook and i'm like uh and they like make light of like a wookie life debt and i'm like isn't that another form of slavery if you think about it like i don't know maybe i'm just spitballing here this is just so weird to like like I'm happy. Like this makes me excited to continue watching Andor. I'm only two episodes in. Um, It'll hook this you makes by me three. Excited to keep. If it doesn't hook you by yeah. three, then you won't like the show. But three is like where things start coming together. So, oh, yeah, Fine. or at least where the the show like is fully realized. I guess is what I'll say. But then it just builds. Dave, did you see that interview? By the way, from Gilroy. Jesse, where he was talking about the criticism of the show being slow. Um, I did not see the interview, but I hope that he, he said he straight up just said like, up. well, he straight up said like, guys, the reason that this show is what it is is because those quote unquote slow episodes set you up for the moments later in the show. Without well, them, yeah, I mean, that's it would just how be, it works. yeah, he was like, without them, it would just be like every other TV show that exists, and that's not what I'm trying to make. Yeah, that's why it works. That's why yeah. it's so good. When people are like, "There's some," I don't like how slow it is. It's like, bro, that's called storytelling. Not every episode is going to be Dragon Ball Z. Calm the hell down. Yeah, like it's fine, my dude. Yeah, but I think that just has to go with the fact that people have been trained yeah. for years and years and years about what, like, they TV should be. At least you know, I feel like uh, the people watching Star Wars and are complaining about it being slow are not the same people watching like breaking bad you know what i mean there's (laughs) different has to occur for payoffs different right and i think you know it just comes down to you know it sounds snobby as shit but it just comes down to a lot of viewers i don't think are ready for like adult stuff you know what i mean like a lot of people aren't there emotionally with 90 percent of life so there's a reason why the kardashians that's like me with ozark well there's a reason why kardashians like it's one of the most viewed shows year after year because and again let me just say for the record reality the tv is, is the like, same thing it's easy viewing you don't have to think chloe <laughs> i want to get a salad what kind of salad i don't know something grain everyone can relate to that grain Jesse. grain <laughs> i can't believe how disrespectful you are right now and that is like millions <laughs> of people watch that yeah and it's like the I don't even like salads, Jesse, and I can relate to that because I want to get I want to get some food. No, that's 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 the worst. <laughs> it's literally the worst content. I I'm so Yum. disappointed when I see people are like, I love the Kardashians. I'm like, 
what is the matter with you? Uh, <laughs> I can get liking the way they dress or liking a product they sell yeah, or liking the I was way they say, look. I, get that. I was like, I might like the way they do their makeup or the way they dress, but I've never watched their show. And I, I don't, don't give a shit about like, their personalities, their lives, I could care less about. But them themselves, like, fine, I get being obsessed with, like, oh, it's like that sort of first family vibe or whatever. Or you like the idea of them, like, being celebrities and the way they look and the way they, mm -hmm. fine. But if you watch them do anything, it is, <laughs> I've never, I have a theory, and I, it stands correct to this day. Most beautiful people are the most boring people on planet Earth. <laughs> and honest to God. I don't care if they're mostly plastic people. I don't, the beauty, like, it is like watching beautiful people be stupid and boring. And I'm like, this just proves my theory. I've never been more correct in this. It's just. But yeah, like, that's reality TV. A lot of it's, ways. I hate it so much. Oh my gosh. This is like a perfect full circle moment. I think this is why I'm not that into TikTok because it's the reality TV of social media platforms. The biggest sure. accounts are just hot, rich people. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, you're not doing wrong. Doing a trending dance or doing a trending thing. And it's just hot, rich people, like 20-year-olds in mansions because they're... I watched this crazy documentary on TikTok, by the way. Oh, the TikTok where, like, mansions? TikTok managers will, like, yeah, like, basically put people in mansions and then, like, yell at them <clears throat> all day to make TikToks. It's yeah. fucking yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, they're trying to sell you this illusion of, like, hey guys like you know and it's just like kind of i think like for me it's the reality tv of well i mean the other tiktok is also training people's brains to watch eight seconds of content and that's which is why those people would think and or slow yep somewhat exactly. yeah right? yeah a young i, I think a younger audience definitely would about D D. you know so many people are like oh you played for you know two hours or three hours what happened and I'm like, oh, character development, plot development. And it's like, right. But I'm like, well, I could throw these characters into combat. But then when they die, you wouldn't give a shit. Right? Yeah. Like, we need to get yep. to know who this old turtle is. Who's <laughs> eating soup with his hands. Yeah. Before we care about this old turtle who's eating soup with his hands. Right? That's yeah. some great A character development. People just don't understand bronze. It's fine. <laughs> I, I'll watch you eat soup with your hands for hours. All right, this is, that's, me, that's, that's the nicest me, thing anyone's cinema. ever said to me. That's, that's, uh, me, that's, beautiful thing anyone's ever that's said. some that's some Patreon content right there. That's yeah. <laughs> that's, Watching Jesse that's eat so soup sweet. with his hands. Yeah, while Bronze watches Jesse eat soup with his hands. That's it's Bronze. Do you watching. know Jesse? Every time you talk during Last Call for Adventure, my chat spams like uh, Red Jasper stands unite, and they just spam like turtle emojis and. <laughs> They nice. want you to do an Alexa voiceover. Oh my an god! Alexa I would gladly. Red Jasper. I would gladly. Yeah, I yeah lots means. of Red Jasper fans in my channel specifically that are like, nice. The people oh, yeah, know. Yeah. People know. Red Jasper Hive. That's Jesse's new uh, website. Only soup. Only soup. dot com. Only soup. <laughs> yeah. Only soup. Let's do some shout outs. Call this. Call this thing a show. Next week we're watching Eternals live. Episode one. Make sure Eternals. to tune in. It's on Inhuman. Disney Plus. Inhuman. Sorry. I don't know why I said internals. Internals. Bronze do some internals. I'm done. Now, now um, my brain internals, is shut down. Bronze. I've been out in the sun too long. Speaking of internals, hi. I'm the first internal for Disney. Um, hi, oh. everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to MCU Crew. I love this podcast. 
Um, Wednesday, we're on episode three of Last Call for Adventure. So make sure you come through. It's our new D&D show. The entire NCU crew is on it. So if you're here watching us now, you should come watch us play D&D. We just had our first combat. Uh, the party leveled up. Um, and there's still time for you to catch up before Wednesday. So come join us. I love that new campaign smell. It's the perfect time to jump on to a game. Um, I'm also going to be at PAX Unplugged this week. Oh, my God, it's Monday. That means it's this week. So uh, to give you a quick, sorry, my shout outs going to take forever. To give you a quick rundown of what I'm doing, Friday, I am DMing the Dragonlance live event that's going to be streamed on twitch.tv slash PAX and on my channel. You can come to twitch.tv slash that bronze girl to catch it. Saturday, I'm playing Certainty Drawn in the Acquisitions Incorporated game. So if you like Jerry Holkins and you want to see us play a mother, father-daughter combo, sorry, father-daughter combo, uh, come through for that. Uh, we get into all kinds of trouble. That's going to be on the PAX main stage, twitch.tv slash PAX on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I'm doing a panel with um, my wonderful crew of essentially what is kind of my home game, Shikar. Uh, we play every Tuesday night. Uh, we're not playing this Tuesday, though, because I'm going to be traveling. Um, and we're doing a panel on culture, conflict, and D&D. So if you've always wondered about how to solve conflict in long-form campaigns, bringing your culture into a campaign, sharing your culture with people outside of your culture, and um, appropriation versus appreciation, I guess, because I do think people from outside of a culture can still engage in it, especially in character development. Come through for that. That's going to be streamed as well. Uh, we're going to be in the Mothman Theater at twitch.tv slash PAX2. And if you're at PAX, Half an hour after that, we have a meet and greet in the hall. So if you want to meet me, Xander John Ray, uh, Gabe James Games, Persephone Valentine, or Lord Balvin, you can come through to our meet and greet half an hour after our panel. <sighs> that's what I'm going to be doing this week. So if I seem really tired, um, that's why. I have a lot on my plate this week. Good luck. <laughs> have fun. Thank Jessie. you, I will. <laughs> Jesse, come to PAX Unplugged. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. So, hey, <laughs> hi. Today's usually, this is the part of the show where I usually promote myself. But what I'd like to do instead is promote the fact that over the weekend, I found a collection of old Polaris trading cards uh -oh. from back in the day. Uh-oh. And I would like to take the time to show you this one uh-oh right here yep um youtube sensation so this this youtube sensation i think the name is ore ore uh-huh um this person says their favorite game was fable was fable 2 that's correct and fun fact about them uh-huh they have customized a sparkly xbox one Ooh, that's it that's it i'll tell her to watch the shout out <laughs> i think she might actually have that i've seen that somewhere that she might have that framed i love that this on the back somewhere literally just has two two points of information fun fact <laughs> and favorite game nothing else that's polaris in a nutshell back. Yeah. Yeah. Where's it's your it, card? So good. Meanwhile, some of the... the other ones are like, there's different ones that have like different years on them. Years. Like, strippins. 
Strippin has his is loaded with information on the back. Weird. Yeah, this is crazy. This is all, this is great. This one, oh my god, there's so many. You know what? I'm not gonna look at those. Why do I? That's a video. I got them all, baby. I got them all. That's oh, a by video the way, right if you want to see what mine is, I forgot this existed. For some reason, I have a puppet in this one. Nice. I don't know why I have a puppet and a very pink shirt. But uh, on the back, they included, you can tell I was involved with this, because on the back, they included uh, all of my, like, statistics for my YouTube channel. But I, my fun fact was, in the above information are the hidden coordinates for a buried treasure. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that sounds like me. I definitely did that. Weird. So there you go. Weird. Not this taking is an things era seriously of the internet. for my entire life. I, don't, I, I think I was, like, not a part of. That was, there are uh, people in here. Eight years. There are ago? people in here that do not. Yeah. Seven years ago. Like. Yeah, I'm this like goes that. back. This is these cards were from 2014 to that 2016. Was, <clears throat> yeah. And Aaron was probably on the 2016. 2016, Pack South yeah. 2016. Yeah, there is there is a. That was that was where we. Uh, I think that was Aaron and I's first date. Was it that packs? I got my boy Shofu on here. Aww, I didn't even like. That's this so is crazy. Y'all yeah. went on a date at Packs. Look at that. So yeah, that's correct. Anyways, what was your first date was. I'm PAX? a hater though. I think so. It's bullshit, fucking nerd. I've been trying to get Bronze to go on a date with me at Packs for a long time, but she keeps saying no. Never gonna happen. It was she like invited you to go to Packs Unplugged, and then you I invited you to go to Unplugged, and you didn't. You go, missed your so shot. Well, that's that that that, that yeah. like emasculates me you when you invite me to yeah. Packs. Suck my dick, Jesse Cox. <laughs> <laughs> I was. That's a wrap. Thanks everyone for watching. MCU crew. We'll be back next week. We're watching Internals. Everyone's favorite ABC show. Everyone's favorite internals. Bring a Disney Plus subscription because that's where we're watching it. All right. We're out of here. Have a good one. Bye-bye.